All right, guys, so we had um, the schedule was a little weird for us this week. Um, we did an interview with Rob on Wednesday night, and it ended up being super late by the time we got done. So we ended up recording um, all the recaps and stuff on Wednesday, and um, we did all the previews and everything on Saturday morning. So that's why the show is coming out a little bit late this week. But, um, yeah, we got it all done, so get over it. The Drip, presented by Nathan's Cooking. It's scrumdiddlyumptious. Welcome back to yet another episode, Dominic. Another episode. We're back again. The Drip, episode four. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I am joined tonight by none other than the housewife's choice, of course, Dominic V. Colangelo. Dominic how we doing tonight, my man? Thank you, thank you. We are doing good, feeling good, feeling fine, except for my voice, obviously, if you can tell. Um, went to a wedding this weekend, partied my butt off, and yelled as loud as I could. And it's still, it's been three days since, and my voice is still hoarse. So <laughs> hopefully it's not annoying to anybody. Your voice isn't gonna... a horse. <laughs> You know, we're we're treating it like a, it's like a Michael Jordan flu game. You know, we we power through and we persevere. Iconic. I mean, are you are you wearing a towel on your head like 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 in the picture? I, I do actually, and I got a a Gatorade spray bottle of Max Mi- Mike's Magic Juice, so we're feeling good. <laughs> Michael Secret stuff. Michael Secret stuff. Thank you. I had <laughs> I was. Pulling that out of my ass. I, yeah, no I bet you were. <laughs> but you got it. You knew you knew what it was. You got my back. <laughs> okay. And that, that brings us into the first recap, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I, I, I think we're actually ready to start the show. Let's do it. So uh, first recap of the week. We, we have, um, for the second week in a row, Robbie Hicks at yep, The Good yep. Boys. Still in our number one spot. This week he was up against uh, something clever uh, Ricky. (laughs) And um, this one pretty much went exactly as we expected. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. Rob Rob ends up winning this one by 23 points. Rob with 129.76 to Ricky's 105. Got into the triple digits. Triple digits. Which is also, good. double double digi uh, point differential this time. That's true. Ricky didn't have a bad week. Um, uh, actually, looking at it, he had a lot of under ten points. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he just fed Kelsey. Oh my god! Like f- four touchdowns. He had forty three pass attempts, uh, two hundred ninety two yards, four tutties, all to Travis Kelsey. Just feed him. <laughs> the. Uh, Chase McDaniels at halftime, his um, his game plan was literally just find a way to stop Kelsey, and they did not. No, dude, that dude is insane. Cause like, what did he only he had, he had what like five or six catches, and they were for like not that many yards. So he had twenty five total yards, and yeah. he, had, he was seven for eight with twenty five total yards oh and four God. touchdowns. Just. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous um 
he just can't be stopped near the end zone. It's crazy. Like there's one. So I think three passes were he caught them in the end zone, but there's actually one that he earned. That was like a 12 yard run, which was half of his yards. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, and, it was crazy. Yeah, and like, not to say that he didn't have an insane game, but like with four touchdowns from anybody, you're expecting more than 30 points. Just like a pure fantasy perspective, right? Like yes. you're like. For a receiver or a running back, it's like four touchdowns, and they also had like 220 yards, you know, yeah. like something Randy crazy like numbers. that. Yeah. That's uh, which we'll get into that whenever, actually, in the next recap, because I had Travis Kelsey, but let's, we'll, we'll keep moving on with, with Rob and Ricky's matchup. Um, so Rob actually had a pretty, like we said, pretty typical game. Um, Josh Allen just 47 points easy nothing crazy God, you know? that dude is insane um i looked at the stats in the first like just kind of glanced at him because um i was flying on sunday back home so i didn't get to see most of the games but josh allen had or i'll say gabe davis just two 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 of his passes were like almost 200 yards for josh yeah. allen yeah, I was I was watching Red Zone actually on Sunday and I saw that and it was like super early in the game and I was like, "Oh shit, someone's going to have a lot of points." And I saw he was on Isaac's bench. I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> yeah, we keep bleeding into other matchups, but, <laughs> but Oh dude, yeah, you're right. It's you're it's right. so good. Um So, we'll just keep going down Robs. Uh yeah. and then and then we can talk about this insane game. Uh Josh Jacobs did very well um on Monday. He had mm-hmm. 27 points, 154 yards, and a touchdown. He's finally getting used the way he needs to in that offense. It's I basically agree. if Devontae Adams isn't open, just give it to Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, because I was watching that Monday night game, and I didn't realize Josh Jacobs was that quick, man. He <laughs> is – he's freaking quick. He's a fast boy. I mean, the first three uh, – I would say first three games were very lackluster. I think mm-hmm. is is the right term. Uh, fact check me, Philip. There, but you know he only had about sixty yards the first three games, and then just the last two, hundred forty plus. Yeah, coming out of nowhere, which everyone, even me, I said it early on in one of these earlier episodes. I was saying how bad Josh Jacobs was, and egg on my face, big time. <laughs> he is killing it. Um, who else is killing it? Damian Pierce. It's Damian. rookie for the Texans. David Pierce. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, that, the only that thing that worked. Game. The only thing that worked in that game. Oh, that game was horrible. It was gross. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we got the dub for last last win in the NFL, or last team to get their first win. Kind of confusing, but we take those. Oh, every time. <laughs> um, also, just looking down Rob's team, um, Jamar Chase, Dom, what's What's going on? Should Rob be worried? Is it time to hit the panic button? I don't know. It's just everyone is doubling him every game, and it's it's hard to get to him. So that's why T. Higgins is going off. Yeah, but, I mean, we've seen that plenty of times in the NFL. And, I mean, the cream of the crop in terms of receivers, they still find a way to put up numbers. Yeah, that is true. It's, it's also lack of touchdowns, too, because he does have – um, a couple games with 50 points, I mean 50 yards, and he actually has an 80-yard 80, 80 game too, but only two touchdowns this year. So that's, I feel like, I mean this year he's just very touchdown dependent, which yeah. last year he was, I think he was the only person scoring touchdowns on the team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had, he had a lot right. last year. 
Um, pretty much, I'm looking at last year's stats. He only had really one good game that he didn't score a touchdown in, and that was against Baltimore. He had 16 points because he had 10, sorry, seven catches and 125 yards. So like, definitely, definitely need some touchdowns for him to start getting some points, which is kind of normal. But I don't know. I feel like we we're kind of expecting more out of this guy. Yeah, I agree. But then other other people on Rob's team, uh, there's a few that were under three points. Um, Will Disley, who he picked up on the waivers for thirteen dollars. I think we called that. I, th- I think we knew that was gonna. Happen. I think we did. Yes. And then uh, Anim alum Christian Kirk. Giga. Only had like eleven yards, and then um, Young Way Koo. Fantastic name. He paid six bucks on a post, got him one point, which is very unlike Young Way. I have to. I'm going to point that out. Give Rob some credit. He's a very good kicker. He just, I don't know. I think Tampa Bay really shut them down, and whenever they actually were picking up their offense, is just at the end of the game where you're not going for field goals. You're trying to, you know, make up all that, all that stuff you missed. You know. Yeah. They were they're down 21 points. So they're just like, "Hey, I think we should start should should, should we start scoring touchdowns now?" Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. That's be cool. <laughs> I also like the that you just refer to him as young way like he's your pal. Oh yeah, you know. Me we go way back. <laughs> we're on a first name basis. I know you how to pronounce back, his name. You go back a young way. Ooh, okay. <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was that, pretty bad. <laughs> I'll give you credit. I'll give you some laughs. Um, so with, with Robbie's bench, he had a great sit, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, again, two weeks in a row. That's impressive. He also had another, uh, Tyler Conklin, who he picked up yesterday. Uh, he spent about $17 on him on a pose. I'm pretty sure too. Uh, in a, in a very wild game, Miami versus, uh, the Jets, there was 40 points scored on the Jets side. Tyler Conklin was zero for one with Oof. no yards. Not great. You feel like if you put up 40, you're going to get something to your tight end in the end zone. Yeah, or even just a reception. You know, they, they threw it to him once, and they're just like, eh, we don't like him anymore. <laughs> yeah, just leave him in there to block. Yeah, it was a good sit, though. Um, Kareem Hunt is finally getting some tutties. He had 13 points. And then Devin Duvernay, kind of the 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 better option in, uh, in Baltimore right now. And some would say he's the Alan Lazard of the Baltimore Ravens. Really? What? I mean, I, I say that because... Do you understand what you're saying? He's he's their main target. You know, he's just Lamar's favorite target. He went way low in the draft. Isaac, back me up. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Well, as long as we're speaking of benches, let's look at Ricky's bench. Oof. Left quite a few points down there um, in the reserves. Jeff Wilson, 19.7 points on the bench. He definitely does not listen to the pod. I mean, Why I don't know... Why is he on your bench still? What are you doing? Spent so much money, and he's getting points, and you're just not playing him. And he's featuring like crazy. 17 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown, and one or two on uh, receptions. It's, he's getting minutes. I don't I, I don't know. I, I guess Jamal Williams is hot. That's why he played him on his flex instead. I mean, the, the Patriots kind of shocked the, the highest-scoring offense, the Lions, because they shut him out goose egg. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I would also like to mention on his bench, uh, Jerry Myers. Actually, his name's Jacoby. Sorry, just open the his stats. Uh, <laughs> Jacoby Myers, um, twenty points this week on 
on his bench. Um, he'd been out the past two weeks, so I kind of understand leaving him on the bench. I think he was yeah. questionable before this game started. Mm-hmm. But um, just, That one's a tough call. Like, like I understand it. But at the same time, this is the podcast we're going to grill you for it. Exactly. And the Lions give up so many points. Like, why not even try? You know, like, yeah. good job. You got four out of Adam Thielen. Cool. Good for you. <laughs> that dude is busted. He's Je- done. Jeffrey Wilson was playing the worst defense in the league. Put him on the bench. Cool. 120 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Get real, Ricky. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what we got to do to ramp up the pod pressure on this guy, but he needs to be in the Instapot. Speaking of pod pressure, um, we can go to my matchup. Because oh, yeah. Oof, duh. Yep, I'm going to need you to really go into detail about this, Dom. The same way I had to last week when you made me talk about losing to Max. Yes, okay. So Isaac had a great week. Uh, just typical. He had about 100, 132.66. I was projected to get about 20 points less than him. So I was like, "All right, come on, team!" I huddled him up. We're like, "Let's let's have a good game. Let's score some points." And like I said, I was on that plane. The only game I could watch was Miami versus the Jets. I was like, "Sick! What an what an exciting matchup!" <laughs> so I was in the seat watching them, and Raheem Mostert. I picked him up off the waivers for twelve bucks. And he got me 18.7. I'm very happy with that. How about that, man? He had 113 yards and a touchdown. I was like, I was giving some fist pumps. And the players were like, yes, yes, come on. <laughs> and I was getting pumped. And then uh, and then the, the never-ending battle of Cam Akers versus Daryl Henderson. Still struggling. Once again that. gets outscored. Like, dude, I was... So that was the next flight that I had because it was what connecting, and I the only one was the Rams and Cowboys, and I just saw Cam Akers just chill on the sideline while Daryl Henderson was in every single uh, passing play. Like Sean McVay would go through his his offensive playbook and say, "Hmm, are we going to run the ball? All right, let's throw in Cam Akers. Hmm, are we going to pass the ball? Let's throw in Daryl Henderson. No one's going to figure that out. <laughs> like Daryl Henderson didn't get one carry. I don't think." He only no, he had pass recep- uh, passing receptions. Like, what are you doing? You've been saying this whole week that you're going to give Cam Akers uh, opportunities, but no, nothing. Three points, cool. Jerry Judy, nothing. Six six points. Tyler Lockett, thank you. 100 yards, two touchdowns. Where did that come from? But On I'll take receptions. It. On five receptions. Ugh, just bonkers, dude. And then um, I put in Curtis Samuel instead of George Pickens. George Pickens is on my bench. He got me like eleven points. Um, oh. You had you had one of these last, uh, I think, two episodes ago. It's kind of like a prove me game, because right. George Pickens had you know around ten to twelve uh, two weeks ago, and I was like, okay, Kenny Pickett's in. It's kind of like his only target, the only one that he likes to throw to, and I was like, well, let's see if he's for real. So now against the Bills, they were down the whole game, so they're just throwing a bunch. So George Pickens got all the targets. So this next week. I'm obviously going to start him. Yep. Um, that was my thought process there. But then you go down the list. Oh, Miami defense. Oof. Negative two points. Yeah, that was a 25-point spread on defenses this week in this matchup. Oof, that is, yeah. Isaac had the Cowboys defense. They got him 23. I had to watch that on the plane just destroy oh. my fantasy team. But I had Miami defense minus two. I don't know why I did this, Nathan. 
I yeah, that was silly. Earlier in the week, I was thinking, hmm, I need to pick up somebody. Like, I kind of wanted to pick up Latavius Murray, and I was like, who do I want to drop? And also Zay Jones, because he's coming off an injury. And I needed a spot. Um, and then also, oh, no, because Zay Jones is coming off the IR, so I had to, you know, finagle, whatever. And I was like, all right, well, I need to get rid of a defense. Patriots are playing the Lions, who score a lot of points. And Miami has, like, some kind of matchup coming up. But you know what I didn't think of is Tua's out. They're on a backup. Teddy Bridgewater's good, but, like, any backup for a team, their defense is going to be on the field a lot. Yep. Which gives the Jets a lot of points to score. And I I dropped the Patriots defense, and Miami got me negative two. Patriots would have gotten me, like, 20 points, and I would have easily won this game. So Huge mistake. Dude, I can't believe it because I was up a little bit for Isaac uh, for uh, Sunday night during the Cincinnati-Baltimore game. I was like, all right, Lamar Jackson needs to have a bust game, and Mark Andrews needs to have a bust game. Uh, Mark Andrews catches a touchdown and 89 yards. Cool. Thanks for listening to me, fantasy gods. Um, Lamar only gets 16, which is good. Um, So I was like, okay, I only need 38 points to come back and beat uh, Isaac this week. Can it be done with only Travis Kelsey in the game? And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here like, there's no possible way. His highest game was, um, it was back in, I think, 2020. He had, it was somewhere in the 30s, I believe. No, high 20s. But I was like, all right. I mean, it's possible. He has gotten a lot of yards before and touchdowns, but you never know. It was uh, week 13 of 2018. He had 168 yards and two touchdowns. Totally doable against a very bad Oakland defense. Okay. So we're sitting there, one touchdown. Cool. Travis Kelsey, a touchdown. Two touchdowns. Oh. oh. Oh my God. What is happening? And I was like, LOL, I only need 30 more points to win. You know, I mean, uh, like 28 more points. And it's the second quarter. Three touchdowns. What is going on? Is, is this the point that you actually thought, well? Yes. Maybe. I was like, there's no way, because he would. Even with four touchdowns, when he got the fourth one, I was yelling in my living room. Um, even with four touchdowns, 25 yards, and seven receptions, I would still need, like, 80 yards out of him. And mm-hmm. if you were watching, I was watching him like a hawk. He was dead tired the entire time. I believe that. Dude, so there, I ended up with 124 points. Um, that is about eight, eight points off. And, oh, man, it was... It was actually very fun. Like, I didn't think I was going to win, but it was fun to kind of like, oh, Travis is on the field. Oh, he's off the field. Oh, he's on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, um, I would just like to say um, last week on this podcast, you mentioned how the Rams offense looks terrible, except for mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, right? You said they're all right. bad. Dominic, you have three Los Angeles Rams on your team, and <laughs> none of them are Cooper Cup. And and the three on your team, the three on your team combined, combined, scored 11 points. Cooper Cup this week scored 22. Yeesh. He scored double the points of three of his teammates on your team. That's pretty bonkers. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> it's the Allen Robinson curse. We've talked about it before. I know, which um, 
I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it yet because I picked them up for like two bucks. I know I saw it, and you know, just like a just in case kind of thing. Because I had an empty, an extra spot on my bench that I'm not using, just like for no one that's like relevant. So like, hey, in why case not? of what, yeah, they find out he's 14 and should be playing eighth graders. <laughs> like, there's no way this guy's ever good. I don't know. Okay, uh, who who knows? I mean, Max Max kind of laughed at me whenever I did it, but it's okay. Um. <laughs> Isaac's team was good. I was going to just run through it. Ramondre Stevenson got eight, 18 points. Uh, like I said, Mark Andrews got 18 points. Again, the Cowboys defense and his kicker get double digits. Um, mm-hmm. Also, with the eight-point differential, Isaac was the payout winner this week. It was closest margin of victory, so good on you, Isaac. Um, next week's payout is highest starter score. So just one person getting the most points. So I would have won with Travis Kelsey. But that's not this week. So, anyways, um, uh, let's see. Oh, one, yeah one one thing we need to uh, ask about this matchup, Dominic. How can I forget? Did Alan Lazard score a touchdown? He did another uh, one. Another one for this man. Don't don't tell me Isaac didn't know something. Oh, he knows. He knows. Not only does he know, he listens to the pod, yep. and he puts him in, and I i mean... Potentially won him the game. Potentially. You can't say he helped him lose the game. That is true. Um, Alan Lazard, master of the quick slant on the four-yard line to get a touchdown out of nowhere. Because that sounds it. exactly like something Travis Kelsey does, Dominic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But my boy's a tight end. He's not he's not the best best wide receiver in the draft around the eighth round, like Isaac thinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, last thing, right. last thing, because we're spending a lot of time on my game. My apologies. Um, probably oh, one of the the most unfortunate sits that we've seen as of late. Um, Gabe Davis. Gabe Greg Davis. Thirty points on the bench. What an idiot! Isaac, you are so dumb. Dude, why would you start Jalen Waddle? Ugh. 3.8 points. He had t- 10 times as many points. <laughs> with with a backup a backup to a backup quarterback, and you start Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle could have played nine games and still not scored as many points. That's bad, Isaac. That's like, embarrassing. How can you not suspect that Teddy Bridgewater is going to get out on the first play of the game? That's just dumb. That's just stupid thinking. Why would you play Jalen? You should have played Gabe. Terrible. All right, let's 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 get to uh, Matt and Jo. What do we think? What do we think? Matt and Jo this week, Dominic. Here's my thing. We've talked at length about Matt's team. Mm -hmm. Right? They're up. They're down. They're up. They're down. And I remember we talked about. You know, the game before this against Isaac was a show-me game, and we're like, okay, I think this team is for real. Mm-hmm. And then they come out here this week, and they just – it's crap fest. You know, you, you kind of said it best. It's up and down. It's like a fun roller coaster. You got to have the, the highs of highs and the lowest of lows. And this is one of those lows. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's take a look at J.O.'s team since technically he won. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, okay. Actually, back up real quick. So Matt ended up scoring 70.84. 7-0. Jo, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, J.O. ended up putting up 118.9. Um, Kirk Cousins. Mr. Consistent. Noon, noon game, 24 points. Um, not just 24, it's 24.24. The most consistent score you can think of. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> he had a pretty pretty good game against Chicago. Um, but, you know, that's just what he is. He's pretty good. He gets he gets some points. Yeah, and then you know who took a dip this week was our boy LMAO JK Ohio State Dobbins. <laughs> JK, he's bad. <laughs> Four points. Yeah, Saquon in London, another big game. Mm-hmm. He had he had a he's very big on the Wildcat offense. It's kind of fun to see in uh, in the NFL, but that's that's how he had his his touchdown. He hurt his shoulder early on came back in the fourth quarter on a wildcat route dropped it in there it was pretty cool yeah and he's got uh mike williams kind of had a really good game 10 10 receptions for 134 yards uh Cortland sutton second game under 10 points yeah i i remember you had a note a couple weeks ago that this guy was really consistent and i mean yes. you you go back and look at his stats here um one second it's pulling up hmm <laughs> He has two total under ten points, and the first one was week one. So other than that, he's just he's always having around thirteen to twelve. Yeah, weeks two, three, and four was sixteen, thirteen, and thirteen. I mean, mm-hmm. it looked it looked like this guy was going to be a lock for ten plus every week. Oh yeah, which he was. I mean, in a regular PPR, he would be. He had five catches for seventy four yards. Mm. Um, this is just a half, so it's kind of tough. But he still had a good game. He's he's leading the team in targets and. I mean, I'm okay with a nine-point game here from a guy who typically shows out, you know? That's true. I mean, if, if that's his bad game, you know, that's a Yeah, good exactly. Uh, Dallas Goddard, a very good tight end score of 13.5. Um, and then Kamara off an injury. Yeah, I was about to bring him up. I mean, J.O. has always liked this guy. I think he's had him on multiple teams. I think so, um, yeah. Throughout this league. And... This was kind of the, oh, yeah, I forgot this guy was still in the league game. Yeah, exactly. He And he just kills it. Like, um, let's see, Mark Ingram is, they're actually reunited. That, that fun duo is back. And I honestly thought it was not going to go well. Uh, J.O. actually asked me for a trade uh, to kind of throw in, like, maybe Kamara and, like, a couple other players for a few of mine. Mm-hmm. Um and in my head, like, for some reason, just because he's missed a few games, my immediate thought was, ugh, Camara. Yeah. You know, but, like, that's just a dumb thought. He's so good. Yeah. 20 points from him this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, then, interesting I, I, uh, tactic here from Matt. He still has the Los Angeles Chargers in his ooh, team. Bold move. Bold still, move. Still. 0.5 out of them. Three games... Under one point. <laughs> I wonder if he knows that the Chargers are on his on his team. Maybe he just like he can't read that part. It just kind of blocks out whatever he scrolls, and he just doesn't know. Well, w- what it is is he sees LAC and he thinks it's the Clippers, and he mm. thinks he's got Kawhi out there. Gotcha. Here, let me let me read through some of some of this stuff, some of his team real quick. Um, Rashad Penny, five point four points out for the season. Yeesh. Tough. AJ Dillon. 3.4 points against the Giants. Yeesh. 
Real quick, I saw a stat on him today on Twitter, and it had his um, percentage of snaps from week one to now, and it started out at 60, and then it was like 50, 30, 20, 20. Like his percentage has gone way down. I think they realized, oh, wow, Aaron Aaron Jones is actually very good. Maybe we should just play him. (laughs) Maybe they should just pass it to Romeo Dubes. Anyways. There you go. Dubes. Um, JJ Watt Jefferson, 24 points. Good start, Matt. Good job. Uh, AJ Brown, 4.7. Yeesh. Mm. T Higgins, 0.00. Sprained his ankle early on. Yeesh. Tough, man. That's a tough team. That is a, a tough week for a good team. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Um, you want to move on to the next one, Tom? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. I would like to say this matchup was probably the best this week. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to say about this game. This is, if you couldn't guess, this is me versus Driscoll. It was fun to watch. That's all I'll say for now. The amount of emotions in this game for me was ridiculous, Dominic. (laughs) So I was projected to lose this game, of course. Mm -hmm. And um, I was was watching the London game in the morning. And I was just praying Romeo Dubes was going to do something. Because he hadn't really done anything, but he was in on like every single play. And mm-hmm. every single play, he was just blocking for Randall Cobb running a little slip, whatever. And I was like, dude, why can't you just throw it to my guy? Yeah, where did that even come from? Yeah. Randall Cobb. Yeah, wasn't great. But whew, let's just let's move on to when the noon games kicked off. Because at this point, between Thursday night and the London game, I was projected actually very close. Like it was kind of neck and neck. And yeah. I was like I was like, oh. Which by the way, I looked it up. You were the highest point differential in projection. By nineteen you're supposed to lose by. That's true. I was not supposed to have a chance in no. this game. And um yeah, so the noon games kick off and uh Teddy Bridgewater I mentioned him last week on the pod. I called you all idiots for not picking him up. And uh, got hurt first play of the game. He he got tackled. Ooh. <laughs> and what a fucked up deal this was. And I think this is the ghost of Tua coming to haunt me for no reason. Because once he got pulled out of that game, the trainers and the medical staff were like, he's good. He's answering all his concussion questions it's fine Hmm. but then this var ref doctor in the sky is like no 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 hold on a minute we can't have this guy going back out there nah nah couldn't have it so so yeah teddy bridgewater the quarterback puts up zero points (laughs) and i'm thinking what the fuck (laughs) like yeah this team this team does not deserve this Um, I've had terrible quarterback play the entire season, and this was just, this was a kick in the balls. It really was. But yeah, about three quarters of the way (laughs) through the noon game. (laughs) Yeah, three quarters of the way through the noon game, 
Um, my three main players, the heart of my team, was going off. Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, and wouldn't you believe it, Amari Cooper. Amari somehow, Cooper. <laughs> Amari Cooper still having great games. I don't know how, but we're just going to let it ride, baby. Let it ride. Derrick Henry ends up with 26 points, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, Dominic. Oh, Brady's For- favorite. Brady's favorite teammate. 14 carries, 56 yards, a touchdown on the ground. 10 of 11 receiving for 83 yards and another touchdown. Just ridiculous this, stat line. This guy, he he absolutely does it all. And I'm not rubbing this in. I'm just mentioning how crazy it is about fantasy. Is He had more points than Travis Kelsey this week. Oh, he did. I think that, that had to have been the highest points scorer. Because Gabe 1. Davis had 30.6. Well, I... Austin Eckler on the other side of this matchup at 33. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm really good at reading, clearly. <laughs> but yeah, um, so continuing on with this game. After the noon games, I think I was maybe even projected to win at one point. You were. Just because these two running backs of mine were just absolutely smoking everybody. Mm-hmm. Um. Miles Sanders, you called it, Dom. I started him this week, and he sucked. 7.4 points. Bum. Terrible. Bum. But uh, thank God for Justin Tucker. Oh, baby. The this goat. Is a feeling, this is a feeling that almost none of you in this league can relate to because I draft him every year. Every he, single year. <laughs> without fail. And like the 10th the round before anybody gets even a defense. <laughs> listen, man. My dad taught me in fantasy football. He said, if you want your guy, go get him. I love that. And I'm glad I did because he scored 15 points for me this week. Dude, there should be extra points for game winners. That would be sick because he hit so many. That is an excellent idea, actually. Yeah. Um, let me give you a fun fact about Justin Tucker, which it's been it's been circulating the Instagrams and the sports pages, so I'm just going to quickly go through it. The field goal. Um, it has a a middle coordinate, like an exact coordinate of twenty six point six seven. I don't know if that's feet. I'm assuming that's feet, but whatever. Twenty six point six seven. Justin Tucker's kick was twenty six point five two. That was oh the location. My God. So if the uprights were a half yard wide, like there was a half a yard in between these uprights, he still would have made that kick. What? That's how good that kick was, and it was. It was a long kick, wasn't it? It was like a 50-yarder. Yeah. Just insane. Like, he's so good. And him and Evan McPherson, were they were just having some fun out there. Like, they were were kind of taunting each other after every kick, after every field goal. It was so much fun because they're just both both a couple nerds, and they're just killing it at their position. Well, you know, that's how it is in the kickers' union. They they have their their own rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyways, (laughs) back to my emotions of this game. It was right when Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, and I had a little bit of hope that just completely died. Mm-hmm. I took a step back, and I took a deep breath, and I said to myself, you know, you're 0-4. You're about to be 0-5. And I just thought to myself, you know, man, it's okay. This is why – this is the exact reason why this is the last year in the league. I'm tired <laughs> – I'm tired of being glued to this screen, 
because the last couple weeks I've kind of caught myself falling back into fantasy football. But I was just like, you know, this is exactly why. I do everything right, I have a good team, and sometimes shit happens, I'm tired of it. Right? Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Mari Cooper, they kind of go off. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay. Ooh. Somehow, by the end of the Sunday night game, I'm up by like 20 points. I'm like, oh shit! Okay, I don't know how that happened, but tight. All right. And, and Monday night game, our boy uh, Driscoll, he's got two players going. You are you're up by 14 points right now, by the way. Oh, okay. okay I think so that's far. important because of the two players that he has or had. Yep. yep, I was up by 14 points. He's got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Darren Waller left to play. I am not supposed to come close to winning this game. Mm-hmm. Edward Hilaire was projected 12, and Darren Waller was only projected 8, but, you know, we've talked about tight ends before. If you got a good one, they could go off for 30 for or sure. 20 easily. And pretty much right away, Darren Waller, soft tissue hamstring injury, he's out. He's out, baby. <laughs> he's out. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, oh? 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 Oh, dude. (laughs) And so I'm just watching this game, right? I'm glued to it. I'm up way past bedtime. I'm laying in bed watching the last quarter on my phone. And, Dominic, can you please explain to me how the team trying to block a field goal can get called for holding? Dude, at the time, the, the referee explained. He said... Number fifty, let's just say fifty-one on Oakland. He said the way he explained it was, they he grabbed the offensive lineman and held them back while the defender next to him shot that gap. And at first, like without looking at the replay, I was like, oh, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like if you do that, that's not really fair. But then you kind of think about it and watch the video. You're like, there's no way a guy gets there that quick and holds a guy back, and and then order like you only have like. 1.2 seconds or whatever to kick a, like as soon as you snap. There's no way that happens. And then you look at the the film. All he did was just like give up and hug the guy. Like he was done with the play and he just hugged the guy. And then they called him for it. Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense to me. And here I am watching this game. <laughs> it gets to that fourth down and I'm like, oh, I think that's it. I think that's it. They're going to kick it. They're going to give it back to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And... I think they're. I don't think Edward Solaire is going to touch the ball again. And then they give him this first down on like the goal line. Ugh. I'm like, what the fuck, Ugh. dude? I could not believe it. And the first play that they ran was this little screen for Edward Solaire, and he got tackled like on the one. Like he got knocked out of bounds at like the one yard line. And I was like, oh my god, this cannot be how this happens. Oh my god, I yeah. Was, I was like, because like I said, I was. I put my mindset back into, oh, okay, I actually kind of like fantasy football. This is cool again. <laughs> and then they called holding on the defense for a field goal, and I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. This is why I hate fantasy football. Talk about <laughs> roller coasters. Dude, that was ridiculous. Whenever he ran, he had the ball going towards the sideline. I was like, oh, my God, Nathan, 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 Nathan. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, Nathan, 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 Nathan. And then he got stopped at the one, and then they threw it to Kelsey. I was like, oh, yeah. I know. How great was that? But God, yeah, dude. What a matchup, man. That was like we even messaged in the group like, "Hey Driscoll, how uh how worried are you?" And he's like, "Yes. <laughs> I am very worried." <laughs> like no no quarterback 
Who loses to a guy with no quarterback? It's embarrassing. It's just terrible. Like, That's so bad. I mean, he, we we both had a player that put up zero points, but mine was the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Easy 15 at least. Put in Tony Pollard, you silly goose. Or Mike yeah. Boone that you picked up for uh, for seven bucks unopposed. You know? Could have played yeah. either of them. Yeah, just one more thing on my team. I want to read off Teddy Bridgewater's stats. He was 0 for 1. <laughs> uh, also 0 for 1 in ribs, apparently. Oh. Cracked it. Um, I did want to did want to mention that you had ninety six of your ninety six percent potential points, so you only left about four on the bench. That was a that was a good matchup for you. It was a good good start. Nice. Ended up winning for you. First dub, baby. I know it feels so good, dude. It's it feels so good to be off zero. <laughs> and oh, man, Andrew, you're gonna get there, man. <laughs> you're gonna get there. Also, get really there. really quick. Side note that I just noticed, if Travis Kelsey would have gotten, I think what, maybe if you just caught two two passes less, then you would have had the weekly payout. Like, you were very close to getting that weekly payout with the smallest victory, smallest margin of victory. Mm, yeah, well, you know what they say, if my aunt had wheels, she'd be a bike. Um, True. Going with yeah. uh, differentials, here's the biggest differential of the week. Jeff and Andrew. Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff, versus the New York Jets. Yeah, and speaking of differentials, it is absolutely cruel that our, our bless his heart, our, our boy Andrew, he's got a hard time scoring points. He's got the lowest points scored and the highest points scored against him. Dude, it's tough, man. <laughs> There's just no business I know. for that. That's it's, just... It's not, not even cool. about his... Uh, it's not even about who he's playing. Like, his... Whenever you go through Sleeper, it tells you at the end of the week um, your potential points. And I went through each one of them. And every week it's gone up. So that's good. But every week he he still wouldn't win. It started at like the first one was 90. But then it was like 75. And then, then it was like 85. Then it was 92. And then the next week was 102. And I mean 100. So then now I think his highest potential was like 118. Oh, yeah, so it's just it's going up. I think he's going to start winning the back half of the year. It's going to be fun. I agree, but uh, yeah, just looking at this matchup, Jeff just blew him out, man. Yeah, pay to win. He paid. He won. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect? Um, read off some of those scores, though. It's insane. Yeah, uh, Nick Chubb once again doing Nick Chubb things. Twenty five point four points. C Mac is rad. Continues to put up points. Devontae Adams, Dom, that one's got a sting. Ooh, I know. 25.9 and a misdemeanor. (laughs) And I'm left with a torn ACL and a bad Washington offense. But continue. DK Metcalf, 15.3. He, for some reason, I always forget that he's like legit, legit. I don't know why, but he just never pops into my mind. Maybe because of how freaking buff he is. <laughs> and I thought he was just like a meme guy. I thought mm-hmm. he was just like, a, oh, he's just some novelty. Oh, look how big he is. No, yeah. he's, he's actually pretty good. It was definitely because like the, the last half of last year, he like barely scraped 10 points. Like he, I think he had like one game that was good, but it was rough last year. So it's people who have him now, they're banking. He's doing very well. Yep. Geno Smith is a baller. 
Oh, we're going to find out this week. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, Devontae Smith, 13. Nice game from him. Uh, the uh, kicker-defense combo for him put up 30 points. I know. It's crazy. That's nice. Hell yeah. That's nice. Um, One guy we've mentioned here on this podcast, also on Jeff's team, Dominic, George Kittle. Ooh. Is, is he going to get it going? You, you'd like to think so because of uh, Jimmy G being in there. It's just kind of a it's a slow buildup. Hope, hopefully he does well, but there's no talent. He's a, he's an amazing athlete, but maybe it's just because he's so good at blocking. Mm. He just needs to be bad bad at like worse at blocking than they'll make him run routes. Yeah, who well, knows? Maybe. <laughs> Let's finally, talk about Andrew's team. I will. Um, I did want to say, pod pressure started Devonte Smith, thirteen You're points. Welcome. Dope. You're welcome. Um, also, just a, an honorable mention for Brian Robinson on his bench. Um, first game back after getting shot in the leg twice. That was nuts when I heard them say that. Yes. So what's even baller is that, um, one, he walked out of the like of the stadium. They had like a, a special like smoke screen, whatever, like for him running out of the, the tunnel. And they played 50 Cent Many Men, which is about oh, people nice. shooting him and him surviving. What? Uh, just the the most pimp walkout song you could choose there. And Ron Rivera, he told him he told everyone in the media he was like, I think we're gonna put him on a pitch count, just kinda limit him uh on his first game back. Dude, he led the backfield in, in rushes. Yeah. It wasn't many yards. He only got two points, twenty two yards, but he led the backfield over Antonio Gibson. Yeah. What an amazing story. And of course he led it over Antonio Gibson because he's on my team. Yeah, exactly. Like why why not? Um, but we'll we'll go to the the New York Jets here. T Law, I think this is like his third game in a row. Nope, second game in a row with about ten points. Um, Najee Harris continues to disappoint. I I hope he brings it up, but I mean, when your team's down, you don't run I the ball. Say, I think you know? just that whole team continues as, to disappoint. It's it's insane because as soon as JJ Watt comes back, they're going to be good again. TJ, TJ, fuck. Um, whenever TJ Watt is on the field, I think they're compared to off the field. I think they're like zero and eight. With him off the field. What? That's wild. It's wild. Um, Melvin Gordon actually had a pretty good um, game on Thursday, even though the game was terrible. He had 11 points for him. Josh Reynolds, 12, which weirdly, Andrew dropped Josh Reynolds yesterday. Two weeks in a row, he gets him 17 and 12. And he's like, he's had good weeks, and then he just drops him for no reason. Maybe I'll pick him up. Who knows? No loyalty. Um, we talked about the the Miami game being crazy, Miami Jets. Yep. Uh, Brees Hall, twenty six points, rookie of the year potentially. His coming out party, dude. He went off, hundred yards receiving, ninety seven yards rushing, and a touchdown. Just you, what an amazing pickup for the Jets, for both yeah. Je- the New York Jets and the New York Jets. Yeah, and also speaking of the New York Jets, the the New York Jets have three New York Jet players on their roster. And it's working out for him. Yeah, Maybe. and I i mean, you look at e, E.J. Moore. Is that his name? Elijah. Uh, Elijah Moore. Elijah. I like E.J. better. Yeah, that's um, cool. You look at E.J. Moore, uh, if your team scores 40 points, you would think he would score more than 1.6 points. He had one reception for 11 yards. I don't know, man. Maybe he just doesn't like MILFs, and that's why Zach Wilson hates him. Who knows? <laughs> um. San Francisco defense again got a touchdown, which is just crazy. They're so good against. I mean, Carolina sucks, but still, 
Uh, still, he got 15, another 15 out of San Francisco's defense on his bench is, or sorry, IR spot is Kyle Pitts. I had a fun, fun fact from Matthew Barry. Uh, Kyle Pitts has not scored a touchdown in America. Really? And I say that because he has one touchdown from last year, and it was during the London game. From last year? Yeah, that's he. He only has one touchdown in his career right now, and it was in London. Dude, that's crazy. Arthur Smith, get him a touchdown in America. That'd be fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. Mm -hmm. Um, I think so. I I kind of touched his maximum points this week would have been 118, which is huge for Andrew. Yep. Huge for the New York Jets, but pay to win Jeff just got 150. I didn't even realize my trade. I, I traded around my trade off my first round pick. That's just silly. wow. That's just dumb. You know, another bad mistake that I made. But let's just move on to Clint Max. <laughs> well, one one thing just before we move on. Ezekiel Elliott was on his bench. He has been bad this year. How? I'm well. Do you have any emotions about the end of this Ezekiel fantasy era? Because he's always been the guy for so many years. Maybe it's because I lived with Robbie for a couple years in Akadochus, but Zeke was always like the guy, right? Mm-hmm. And now, now he's just like not even riding off into the sunset. He's just fading away. I know. Tony Pollard is just like snatching his soul one rush at a time. You know? It's... It's weird. Like he gets the ball and he just he runs straight into the like the offensive lineman's butt. Like it doesn't even look like he's trying to get away and he just gets tackled. Yeah. But I mean he did have seventy eight yards, which is kinda good, but I don't know. It's just it's slowly declining and doesn't get any uh red zone target uh touches, I feel like, anymore. It is kinda hard whenever the backup running back, Tony Pollard, just breaks off for like eighty yard touchdowns every game. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's definitely weird to see that, but you know he's he's kind of old for a running back. Yeah. Okay, that's all I have. You can move yeah. on. Um, we have Clint, something clever, and Max, the Costanzas. So this was a pretty wild game. Um, a lot of points were scored. Just kidding. This was the lowest point score. Uh, Max had a hundred and two point five six. Clint, yeesh, sixty two point five points. What happened? Dude, what a <laughs> crap a palooza. Oh, that was gross. Just a scummy game. Um so you had Teddy Bridgewater out on the first play. Clint thought he had a really good pickup and got Naheem Hines. He was out in the like first like second or third play also. So he only got him a point. Colts running backs, man. Yeah. And then uh James Robinson, what a stupid start. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What just why why do you start him? It just doesn't make any sense. Um, got him four point nine, and then David Montgomery got him sixteen on his bench. Oof, duh, mm. Clint baby, T.J. Hawkinson a point. Mike Evans got ten, but like, ugh, just not not a good showing from the team here. Um, I'm just gonna go to Max's because I've I'm very excited to say something about his bench right now. Okay, so first off, you know Russell Wilson. Dalvin Cook. Uh, Dalvin Cook got 25. Uh, Etienne had 12, outscored his opponent, James Robinson. That's kind of fun. Um, yeah. Marquise Brown's getting points. Dalton Schultz had a big goose egg. 
He got hurt again. early on. Yeah, again. He still plays him for some reason. Two weeks in a row. Chris Olave got 13, then a concussion. Um, but Max's bench. So you and I kind of need to eat crow here because we are texting about Max's bench here. And he spent $18 on Jared Goff, his lucky number. And he didn't play him. He played uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Mr. Wilson, Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited, let's ride. He had nine points, just a dud of a game. So we are like, oh, my God, I can't believe he, he wouldn't start Jared Goff over uh, Russell Wilson after paying all this money. Jared Goff, five points, gets shut out by the, by the Patriots. Rough. Which is crazy because that offense, isn't it the number one offense in the NFL? It is. I don't know what happened. It was so weird. Like, people have been saying it's because they don't have DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown, but, like, They've made do without them before. I think it's just um, Bill Belichick. It's just I think he just Bill Belichicked all over the place. He had a he had a rookie uh, rookie quarterback first start. I think it was his first solo start, right? Yeah, because Brian Horst started the last game but got injured real quick. Right. But it was just just crazy. But a great sit there by Max. Um, and then he has Eno Benjamin. 12 points on his bench. Kenneth Walker on his bench, he has been telling me all year that Rashad Penny is going to get hurt. He gets hurt every year, and he's just waiting. He was even debating on dropping him for, I, I want to say, for Eno Benjamin. Like he's just He was going to drop him for somebody. And then he, he thought to himself, no, I'm going to keep him. I know Rashad Penny is going to get hurt. Same thing with Eno Benjamin. He's like, I, I know James Conner is going to be out, so I'm going to use him. Guess what happens all in one week within like 10 minutes of each other? Rashad Penny out for the season. Uh, James Conner hurt, not going to be back for a few games. And then uh, Daryl or Darrell Williams is James Conner's backup. He gets hurt too. Eno Benjamin, Kenneth Walker, both are the main running backs of their teams now. And Max Max has three handcuffs on his his team. He also has has Madison for Dalvin Cook. Just amazing... uh, intuition here out of max colangelo yeah um i'm still pretty salty about what happened between me and max and fantasy last week but um what's also important to mention is uh ac milan Ooh, blew blew it again nerds just forza um yeah chelsea chelsea played them this week in the um in their second game in the Champions League group stage. This time it was in the San Siro in Milano. Ooh. And um, just, it has to be said, the best player or the best person on the pitch that day was the ref. The ref had an outstanding game. I thought um, the red card he showed to Tamori was perfect. By the book, definitely a penalty. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was just another clear dominant display of, uh, Chelsea football club anyways. Um, all right. So that's going to do it for recaps, uh, from last week. Um, Dominic, you want to touch on any NFL news, big injuries, anything like that? Yeah. I think, uh, the first, it's more of a question. Um, do we think that Jacoby Brissett and the Browns could be in trouble? Are Jacoby Brissett and the Browns in trouble? Um, okay, so as someone who really doesn't care about the Browns like at all, <laughs> um, I'm I'm really only concerned about Amari Cooper because he's yeah. on my team, and 
Um, I think the Browns are doing great. I mean, you look at Amari Cooper's stats, week two, week three, and week five, he has over 17 points. So I think it's it's great. (laughs) Um, What do you think, though? Because, well, let me read you some stats about the Browns and Jacoby Brissett because it it kind of involves you. But, you know, Amari Cooper's getting his his workload, so that's that's all that really matters for you. But Jacoby Brissett this year, he has three interceptions, okay? All three interceptions have come in the fourth quarter. All of those interceptions in the fourth quarter have come in the last three minutes of the game during game-deciding drives. Mm, okay, so so they've kind of been trailing, trying to drive at the last minute. Yes, so they've been... Uh, <laughs> basically, when they need it most, that's the only time he throws an interception. <laughs> um, and because of that, the Browns have, I believe, in the last four out of their five games... Uh, four of those have been decided within three points. Wow. And they've lost three of those. <laughs> they've lost three of those four. Just well, a ridiculous I'm... stat. Like, they're keeping it close. They're, they have chances to win. It's just Jacoby makes a bad decision and throws it to directly to the Chargers <laughs> uh, DB. And I don't know what happened there. But well, crazy. and also that's that's kind of the – I guess the scouting report on Jacoby Brissett, right? Like he's not this big play feast or famine guy. He's kind of a game manager, you know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put you up 17 plus points, won't turn the ball over type of guy. And then, you know, when the game's on the line, when you're down by three, four, five points, it's like, well, what's the difference if we lose by three or if we lose by 10? So, yeah. he, so you know, he's he's going to have to really go for it. So I think, I think that's just the situation he gets in. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, he is still a backup technically, so like he's doing what a backup is supposed to do. He's keeping them afloat, and then you know the defense isn't doing too hot this year, so it's kind of like it's kind of hard to put all that pressure on him. But he is doing pretty well for for his position, you know, coming off the injury and kind of just scraping through his his career, trying to become a starter again. Yeah, and just I mean, for the Browns, they they might consider. Former fighting Texas Aggie farmer Kellen Mond at uh, at QB could be huge. Go. That would that would honestly suck. He was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but so another reason why I was asking if they're going to be in trouble is because they've been super close with with these teams, but they have a really tough schedule coming up. They have Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, and the Buccaneers, and then the Texans, and then the Texans, which, and that's. <laughs> Dude, and that's so strange. Definitely on purpose that they're. I was like, why, why would they suspend Deshaun eleven games? That's so like specific. And then I look at the schedule. And it's like, oh, his first game back is versus the Texans. Cool, good job, <laughs> NFL. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, the the NFL is so clearly scripted. I mean, why else are they calling defensive holding on a field goal attempt? Oh my God, it's they're not even <laughs> for Patrick Mahomes. Like, like, they're like insulting our intelligence so much. Like, and it, it with. Uh, Broncos country. They had that revenge game at the beginning of the season. They had uh, the Zach Ertz revenge, revenge game. Well, you know, it's not like one of the headline revenge games, but there's so many revenge games going on this year. It's definitely mm-hmm. on purpose. It's like, hey, we're losing viewers, aka you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're trying me. to wean off of this. And so, like, maybe let's get it a little exciting. And then they just screwed up with the referee. They just make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. And then, um, and uh, so one thing that could be very interesting is 
there's been talks of the Bills trying to snag Christian McCaffrey. Have you heard of that at all? I actually think I have heard of that. I think I only saw it as like a little like quote unquote in the know account on Twitter. Mm, you know, yeah. like it's at Bills Mafia forty four six nine. You know, but s- somehow that person has like eight thousand followers, and they have like the little check mark emoji next to their name, not the yes. real check mark. So people yeah. think that they're legit. That freaks you out. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that would be absolutely insane. I mean, obviously, obviously, but, I mean, you look at that team, like, is that really, like, the last piece that they're missing is, like, not even, like, a superstar running back, but just, like, a good running back. So, I mean, Devin Singletary is good, and they have Zach Moss and the new James Cook, but, like, if they had a dominant running back, I think it would be good, but they don't really use their running backs because Josh Allen is so good, and he runs the ball anyway. So I think if they did use him, it would... It would be as a as a passing back because that's oh, what he's good at. But also, the very interesting thing is, one, we're talking about this, but I don't think they're expressing very much interest. But two, if they did, his contract the way it is working, it would only cost the Bills like one point five million. Damn. And like I'm pretty sure the the Panthers are guaranteed like they have to pay McCaffrey. It, it doesn't matter. Like there's only like a one point five million that the Bills would have to pay him this year. That's how they're, like, so interested. Dude, that is crazy. So and I mean, can go for him. <laughs> yeah. And you see this a lot in um, in club soccer, which I know mm-hmm. probably people don't care about, but I do. And it, it's kind of it's, it's kind of relevant. But mm-hmm. so in club soccer, what happens a lot during transfer season is agents will leak so many, like, fake stories just to gauge interest. Just to see if teams are actually interested in it, see if the fan bases are actually into it, because so many teams in soccer, they have such like a passionate fan base that the fans actually have a pretty good, well, not a pretty good say in what happens, but their opinion matters quite a bit. Like on the board of directors for a lot of teams, they have one person that is strictly the fans vote. So that's cool. So they can kind of not influence what happens, but they can really start to get momentum going if their player wants a transfer or if they're not going to resign a new contract or whatever. So this could just be something there. C-Max agent is just putting something out there through somebody and just kind of see where the dominoes fall with it. You know, That's actually wild. I love that. I wish, yeah. I wish NFL would kind of implement that. I remember our first episode, you kind of were mentioning like, um, we are we as in the fans are very important to this league. Like we're we're literally the reason why they get paid so much because we throw money at the league so all that. So mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't we get some kind of vote for the team? Yeah, even like it's not like a popular vote. Like oh let's let's trade for Tom Brady in his prime. Yeah, like that'd be silly. But it's literally just like a hey we might make this blockbuster move. We're not actually going to consider your opinion but we would like to hear it just in case you know like why not why not involve us just kind of that would be another way to get us more interested yeah so it's not just like wow bill o'brien just sold off deandre hopkins for a bag of chips <laughs> and like two old uh running backs that aren't even going to do anything um maybe we should you know discuss this a little bit maybe hey, we should and- make sure that he's not doing it out of spite <laughs> don't forget we swap fourth round picks with them so yeah you're right 
My bad. I don't know. <laughs> what do we even get for the fourth round? I want to. I want to look that up. <laughs> Who cares? It was a bum. Yeah. He's a bum. Um, <laughs> moving on, though, I think our last NFL news is um, our typical: Did we win a sleeper bet this week? Anyone? And did anyone? The answer is no. Nope. Never. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had a. I made a couple on my bookie because like. Sports gambling isn't. I can't do like FanDuel out here, and uh, I I had Travis Kelsey with two touchdowns in in one of them, and dude, I was like, he hit two, and I was like, oh yeah, and <laughs> the the odds for getting two and four are astronomical. Like it's plus oh, yeah. you know, two fifty for two, and then it's like it up to like two thousand for four because it's so insane. Damn. Um, yeah. But yeah, I needed I needed a touchdown from Hunter Renfro. I don't know why I didn't do Devontae Adams. And I needed uh um oh what's his name? Mac Collins. Mac Hollins. I needed him to have like three receptions. He was thrown to four times. He caught zero. So <laughs> really, really working for me there. Oh god, yeah, but we'll get one one day. I love how yeah. Max just put in some money and then they literally just doubled it. So it's like, yeah, please put in more. <laughs> please put in more things. <laughs> oh God, it's. I wish I could do it so bad. It's just so much easier on the app. Yeah. Um, but we'll 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 move on. We already touched on some injuries going on right now. Uh, there's a a bunch of concussions, which is wild. Um, NFL like they're with Tua happening. What they started doing is they'll have individual people watching each player that gets hit, and if they seem even a little bit wobbly they'll take him out of the game. That's kind of like why Teddy came out because he stood up really quick and then like buckled his knees and then he passed every concussion protocol and everything. But then they're like, nah, you're, you're yeah. out because you're a wild. I know. I yeah. know. I, I remember watching that. This, I was just like, dude, you cannot be serious. Mm-hmm. And the other fucked up thing about that is that when he stood up, he gave two thumbs up to the sidelines. I know. Like they were they were talking to him in his head in his helmet and they were probably like, "Hey man, are you good?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. Thumbs up. Thumbs up." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah." Yeah, they want to avoid what happened with Tua cuz like they uh they not a good really, look. Yeah, cuz there was a uh, the last game, the um the Bears and who just played on Thursday? I'm blanking so hard. Um uh, the Commanders. Yeah, Bears Commanders. They literally, someone got hit, uh, Justin Fields got hit. They're like, they had a huge TV screen with four different angles, and they're watching to make sure, like, did he get hit in the head? What did he look like whenever he was on the ground? Like, do we need to take him out? And he was fine. He got beat up that game, but he didn't get a concussion, thankfully. <laughs> surely wild. surely they can, like, put sensors or something in the helmet, and if it hits a certain amount of force, right? Yeah, like, that, that should be it, that right? That would be hard. I think that'd be hard to pinpoint, but I think they have to come up with something. Like that, I think they will. I think you're right. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So other ones, like like we talked about, Max is a genius with handcuffing three different running backs. <laughs> um, so they, those guys are out. Uh, most notably, um, so we're recording this two days later, just because some things happened, and in that time span, a off the wall sit or out. Cam Akers is out due to personal reasons. That's great for you. It's great for me. I don't know what happened. I hope he's okay. But Daryl Henderson time. Well, this is the this is what we've been waiting for, Nathan. This he's, is he's this is start. so he's get every touch. 
This is so great for you because you don't have to make a decision. I know. It makes it so much better. Unless you just don't want to start him because maybe he's bad. <laughs> Dude, uh, whenever he, whenever Cam Akers is out, Daryl Henderson averages like 15 points a game. Well. So let's see what happens now, baby. And uh, also just don't forget, Dom, I, I have quite the plethora of running backs on my team if you you know, just, just, just putting it out there. Ooh, Anyways, yeah. So yeah, like like Dominic mentioned, um, we had some weird things go on with our with our schedules this week for recording. So kind of like um, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, we're recording this back half of the show on a Saturday morning. So the Thursday games have already played, and we have quite. A bit of free agent news we can talk about. Waiver yeah. wire pickups, Dominic. Um, why, don't you, why don't you tell us about that? All right. So, um, Wee Woo Wee Woo, almost, <laughs> it's, it's almost tied with the highest uh, waiver bid of our season. Uh, the first one was uh, $37 with Jeff Wilson uh, back in week two. Uh, that was uh, Ricky. But Taysom Hill. Going off the waivers for $35. Unreal. I mean, like, I totally get it, right? I, I totally understand just throwing tons of money at this guy because he's a quarterback in the tight end spot, mm-hmm. right? But God damn, he's just it's another one of those guys that's freaking busted, dude. Yeah, and, like, what, what is not even fair, I don't know why they're doing this. I think it's just, like, bring his stock up. He's technically a tight end, so, like, he, he plays every position on the field, but you can put him in at your tight end spot and get you tons of points. Yeah, yeah, because I remember watching that game and, like, he had a touchdown pass or, like, he ran super far and scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then he went down and made the tackle on the kickoff. Yes. I was like, what is this, like, junior high football? Like, <laughs> It's insane. And Our best player's got to play. Dude, imagine. <laughs> so, J.O., I mean... It's a lot of money. He put in way too much money, but he still won, so who cares? But imagine this. Put him in a tight end. He makes a big play in, like, the first quarter, you know, a, an 80-yard touchdown run like he does, at instant 15 points. And then Jameis Winston gets hurt. Who comes in at quarterback? Taysom Hill. Who gets 20 more points for just being a quarterback <laughs> for three quarters? Taysom Hill. Like, what? I can't believe. Yeah. It's so weird how he works, and – um, I forgot who it was. Someone was saying that someone thinks Sean Payton is still pulling strings in the Saints' <laughs> offense because they're using them so much. Um, I think I think um, we should make a new rule for the league. Um, if you're listed as a tight end, all of your passing stats, if you have more than three passing attempts, all your passing attempts are worth half the points because oh, that's stupid. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like the, the occasional trick play, tight end throws a touchdown. Okay, yeah, you, sh- you should get all the points for that. But mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, if he turns into a quarterback. If if he's taking snaps under center. Like, yeah. Come on. What? Um, so going into these bids, though, the next bid was uh, $23 for him, too. That mm. was, uh, I'm pretty sure that was Robbie Boy. Let me double check on that. Yes, that was Rob. And then the next bid was $3 from Isaac, you know, just to see, like, maybe I can get Oh, yeah. Him. Oh, well. Testing the waters. And then coming up the rear... Zero dollar bid from Jeff because he's <laughs> Jeff. Oh, Jeff. What a shame. 
What a um, shame. Maybe if you had saved those $38 you uh, spent unopposed yeah. in week two, you could have had them. <laughs> oh, goodness. Tell us, tell us about the next one, Nate. Tell us about the, the next oh, one. Oh, this, this, this is a golden pickup here because, as you know, I have struggled at the quarterback position um, all year. Um, so I was looking at the, at the available guys, and who do I see out there? Geno Smith. And Geno Smith, he has just, in in my mind, right, and you also have to remember, I don't pay attention to football that much. But when I did pay attention to football, Geno Smith was awful. He was terrible. Not a good player. I think he played for the Jets, maybe? Yeah. And he was so bad. He was. But this year, um, I'm, I'm watching Red Zone Channel, and it's like, Geno Smith, 40-yard touchdown. Yeah. Geno Smith, 60 yards on the run, on a dot, like perfect pass. I was like, you know what? Let's uh let's do some Geno Smith action. And so originally when I put in my waiver claim for this guy, I put in like thirty four, thirty five dollars. Wow. And I was just like I was like, man, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Especially like considering the highest in the entire league so far is like what is it, thirty eight or thirty seven dollars, whatever you just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I was like, I think that's too much money for him. And then I kinda went and checked out the other teams in the league who are struggling at quarterback. And I thought Max might be a guy who might bid on him. Uh, J.O. maybe. But, and as it turned out, quite a few people bid it on this guy. Yes. But, um, so what I was thinking was, if if Max is bidding on this guy, he's going to try to go back-to-back, lucky number 18, because you, <laughs> you mentioned that last time. That's his lucky number. And so... What I was thinking was, okay, Max is going to bid $18, but Max is smart enough to know that he is going to have some competition for this guy. Mm-hmm. So he's probably thinking, well, I should probably go up to 20 because also they mentioned on the podcast that my lucky number is 18, so I can't go 19 because that's just only $1 more. Ooh, okay. So he's he's probably thinking, okay, I got to put down 20, but 20 is a nice round number where people are going to think he's actually worth $20, so I'm going to bid $21. And that was exactly my thought process when I bid $22. <laughs> and I won. I won Geno Smith with $22. And wouldn't you know it, the next bid was $21 from Max. Oh, Max. <laughs> I think this is the fourth time this year that he's gotten $1 bid over him. <laughs> the dude is just getting sniped since oh. the draft. Every week it's yeah, something with two him. Two of those is quarterbacks, too. Oh, man. Yeah, Geno Smith's been crazy this year, just very under the radar, I think just because he's on the Seahawks maybe. But he's gotten 21 points. San Francisco, nobody scores points against San Francisco. But um, then he's got 22, 35, and 30. And then now he plays in a shaky Arizona secondary. Like, I think he's going to be very good for you. If you would have done $35, I would not have made fun of you because you need a quarterback, and this is, like, one of the best on the waiver wire. Yeah, and we've we've talked about that before. Like, if if you need somebody and there's a guy that you want out there, you go get him. You don't care what it costs, mm-hmm. unless unless it's thirty seven dollars for Dalton Knox. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we're, we're still gonna make fun of you. But go for it. <laughs> like you need. But it. yeah, and dude, honestly, I'm just hoping for a cool twenty. I haven't had just a respectable quarterback game know, it's, it's <laughs> all been, year. It's been sad to watch, and and we needed you to beat pay to win Jeff. You know. Yeah. Uh, Someone needs to knock him off his horse a little yeah. bit. Speaking of spending a lot of money, Matthew, he he put in a lot of uh, waiver bids this week, and all of them aren't opposed. Let's, let's go through them. We have De- Deion Jackson. 
Who? <laughs> he's he um he's on the Colts. He's a running back. Jonathan Taylor was out uh two weeks ago, and then Nike Himes comes in. He gets injured like the second play. So then Deion Jackson, he, it's his time to shine, and he's actually looking really good. Um, and I'm assuming he's doing this just in case Jonathan Taylor's out because he's like kind of shaky right now, and if he's going to play, and I feel like if he does play, he's going to be limited. So that's kind of why I'm assuming that's why he chose him. But eleven dollars, no other bid, could have gotten him for free. And then Tough. next one, he gets Joshua Kelly, seven dollars, no other bid, could have gotten Nothing. him for free. For free. He's he's the backup to Eckler, and Eckler's hot right now. So, I mean, Kelly, he gets touches. So, I mean, not a bad choice if, if Matt's kind of struggling for, for running backs here. But um, And then he goes J.D. McKissick. Mm. $7 unopposed. Spent 25 total unopposed. Could have gotten all that for free. Tough. Yeah. But also speaking of um, unopposed, <laughs> Dominic, what what is this little – Dance you're doing with the Patriots defense. Um, for the viewers who cannot see our screen, I bid eight dollars on the Patriots defense unopposed. <laughs> I feel like because because you've had them for a long time, yes. haven't you? Yes. And because so... I know that multiple times on this podcast, you're like, I should have started the Patriots defense. I don't yeah. know what I was thinking, and then you dropped them, and then you bought them again for eight bucks. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier in my matchup. I was so pissed that I dropped them, so I was like, Well, I'm. I mean, I've complained to everybody in the league. I feel like I'm not gonna get like dumped on in this waiver wire. So I was like, <laughs> Everyone's been and bu- uh, betting two to three dollars. I think the most somebody bet in the beginning of the year was. Somebody bet $15 on the Broncos defense, I think. Oof. And that was an outlier. That's an outlier. But I was like, I'm not even going to mess with it. I'm just going eight because no one's going to bet eight. And I I even told Max, I was like, he goes, dude, don't even put more than five. I could have put zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. Roast me because I deserve it. I dropped them and then I had to buy it back. So there's no reason for me to do that <laughs> but yeah also just speaking of unopposed defenses i picked up the uh washington commanders defense for four dollars no <laughs> no other bid but like like we mentioned before we are recording this on saturday morning so they already played on thursday they got me 13 points yeah so worth it. worth it worth it all day long also suck it jeff you were hyped about your little running back or whatever he only scored 12 so nerd <laughs> huge advantage um also last one Clint, he he picked up Hayden Hurst, and he dropped Chase Edmonds, which I actually picked up Chase Edmonds, so I have uh, Raheem Mostert um, handcuffed now, no big deal, whatever. Uh, but Clint, he went $4 for Hayden Hurst. Pretty solid, you know, if you need a tight end. Um, I just wanted to highlight this one because there's one more bid of $0 because Jeff is broke. <laughs> <laughs> broke which, Jeff. Which brings me to uh, possibly a new segment on the waiver wire pickups is – how many uh, bids Jeff has lost because he's broke and has, a, has $0 when everyone else bids at least one? <laughs> I think Over under be- every week is two and a half. Yes, I love that. <laughs> um, so another interesting um, waiver wire situation is Joshua Palmer. He was picked up by Pato and Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff, on the waivers for $12. Unopposed. Um, he was then dropped two weeks later, and then two weeks after that, picked up by Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff. And then a week after that, dropped him again. 
What is going on with Joshua Palmer, Jeff? <laughs> we need answers on that. Just wasting twelve dollars and then just add drop, add drop, add drop. Snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> <laughs> also, on this um, waiver wire, since like we've mentioned before, we're recording mm-hmm. early Saturday. Uh, Andrew picked up Matthew Stafford. Whoa, uh, Andrew. Let me tell you, this guy sucks. <laughs> Have you learned nothing? He's a terrible player. Yeah. Um, also, I would also like to commend you, Dominic, for dropping the cancer <laughs> that is known as Allen Robinson. Thank you, thank you. I uh, I took I capitalized on Robbie. Robbie has a great team. He has a lot of a lot of tools. So whenever he picked up, uh, I can't remember who he who he picked up for this guy, but he dropped Devin Duvernay. Um, he's I mean while Rashad Bateman's out, he's kind of. I think he's the number one receiver in the Baltimore offense, but like you know, with Lamar Jackson running a hundred yards a game, it's kind of tough to use a receiver on that team. But I figured, why not? You know, like I kind of need some players, so why not have some depth? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, you know, two bucks there, kind of wasted. Um, no other bid, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, good. Yeah, good with that. And then, um, unfortunately. Uh, I don't even remember his name. Slayton. He, Darius. No, that's who that's who um, Andrew picked up. But he had recently dropped Sterling Shepard is who it was. He had a destroyed uh, ACL from the Turf Monster in SoFi Field. And mm-hmm. Andrew's going for the, the next New York Giants receiver. So hopefully that works out for him. Drop yeah. Josh Reynolds for him. Whatever it takes. Yeah. And Robbie picked up Josh Reynolds. So, oh, well. Um, I think so that kind of covers our waiver wire situation and I did want to actually talk about some trade news okay so uh, Jeff aka Jeff he actually proposed a trade to me recently um, oh let me let me pull up my messages here so airing out the dirty laundry here oh yeah oh yeah I already asked him he said he's okay with it um, so he he kind of comes to me and he's like hey I I'm sure you weren't like willing to trade Kelsey, but if you are, here's some bodies I might throw at him. And he he throws at me George Kittle, Devonta Smith, and Brian Robinson. All three mm. of those Travis Kelsey. And I've, mm. I've been going back and forth so much because you know I got burned early on in the year for my trade, and it, it was my first round pick. It was like. Devontae Adams was my guy that gets me – he was supposed to give me at least 15 points a game. And, you know, I made the trade thinking I could get two guys to get me 10 points, you know, but, you know, obviously uh, Javante Williams got destroyed. But So I'm, I'm considering it just because I need some people on my team, but I, I just don't – I don't think it's a good idea for me to trade away Travis Kelsey, who's the number one in his position. Like if I were to get, give him away, I got to get some way better guys. Yeah, and I'm just looking at your team right now. You need running backs. Yes. You got – because you kind of have three or four wide receivers that are kind of all in the same tier, right? That's On a true. typical typical week, they could get you anywhere from 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that – well, I, I say typical. I feel like that score is happening about 50% of the time. And then – like 40% of the time, it's less than that. And then 10% of the time, it's like, go off. 
You're talking about com- compared to the uh, the projections? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I agree with that for sure. Like, Tyler Lockett can go off at any time, but he's he's been pretty pretty good for about 10 points, but then, you know, last week, 25. So, I, I, I hope Lockett's becoming one of those guys, so I at least have one. But, yeah, I'm kind of, like, in between a solid running back. And hopefully I have that in Mostert, but... I, I just don't think I can make that trade right now for Kelsey. I think I need to just keep keep that tight end spot as a, a set and forget. You yeah. know. Plus, you um, don't want to make that trade this week because I'm playing Jeff. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> Jeff did want me to um, call out Rob for backing out of a trade with Jeff. Oh. So a little... Uh, cold feet, know, Rob? Yeah, a little cold feet, maybe a little... Um, bad blood between some some trades because he was saying he he offered two of those guys for jamar chase oh which would have been i mean without that's a spicy trade so what a lot of people and i think i'm doing the same thing and i think this is exactly what uh andrew did with his pickup of matt stafford we only have we're like third way through the season i think things are going to pick up so i think the rams are going to figure their shit out I think this might be a good game to do that because one, K Makers is out. So, um, like Sean McVay, he doesn't have he doesn't have to make that decision of, oh, who should I start? You know, like who should I play in this in this play? I'm just it's all Daryl Henderson. And he, he produces. So maybe it's gonna be like, all right, we don't have to worry about running back anymore. Let's actually like spread the ball out, maybe run some good plays and destroy mm. the Panthers this week. Interesting. They're, they're bad. So I think maybe this might be like a a come to Jesus game for Matt Stafford oh. and the Rams, and I think it might kind of go off. And then um, also with just a lot of these players, it's like with Jamar Chase, he's getting doubled or whatever, but he'll figure it out. He's a very good receiver. I think he might just start going off soon. So Robbie, if you're trying to trade, maybe either hold on. I think Robbie's trying to hold on to him and waiting for that that big break. And I think Andrew is trying to trade for. I mean, Jeff is trying to trade for him because he he thinks the same thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kind of selling, yeah, buying low, buying low, and then just waiting for all the uh, the points to come in. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, if anybody wants to trade, you know, hit hit a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right, Dom. You want to jump into uh, previews, dicks with picks, dicks with picks, dicks with picks. Oh, actually, we should go through our last weeks first. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So I think we're actually pretty consistent. Um, we we both kind of had the same same numbers as last week. Uh, you went two and four. I went three and three again, which brings our season totals up to uh, you are seven and eleven. I am nine and nine. So not too far off. Um, not too great. Not too great. So we both had Robbie winning last week. We both had me winning. So you know we lost there. Um, I, I gained one on you. I had J J O with the you know somewhat upset on Matt, and then yeah. um, we actually both guessed you winning. But remember, if you uh, remember last week, we had that parlay bet. So mm-hmm. my parlay bet was you get your first win and Andrew gets his first win. D- wasn't able to get there, so you know those just both counts as losses. Um, tell me about your parlay bet. Yeah, so I I had one um, with. Andrew and uh, Jeff playing, and I had Andrew winning that game, and I doubled down on it to uh, Andrew's going to win with less than 100 points. Mm -hmm. Um, Andrew lost. Yeah. 
by by a wide margin. But that's just because Jeff had a great game. <laughs> I mean, really, I was wrong on both accounts because he lost and he scored over 100 points. Oh, which is, so. I mean, it's it's bad for your your dicks with picks record, but great news for Andrew because he's scoring points. Oh, he's he, he's getting there, man. You love to see it. Um, and then I I finally guessed correctly in a max game this this year. Um, I had him. You had Clint, and Clint just you know pooped all over himself <laughs> and it was not good. <laughs> Dude is just his team is bad. <laughs> um but yeah, since I mean we already got the Thursday game, so um but we, we made our picks before this, so we'll just kinda move on and just go through them, I think. Uh with the first yeah. matchup of being at the good boys versus something fruity, Robin J. Yeah, this one for me I am just still on at the good boys's uh, train here. This dude, I'm. I think I'm just gonna keep picking him until he loses. I mean, it's not honestly. A bad bet. I mean, <laughs> prove it that you yeah. even can lose. You know, so yeah, I'm. I'm sticking with Rob. Yeah, he's got Josh Allen versus Kansas City. Like, ooh, huge. You know what I mean? Huge. Like, he he doesn't have too many running backs this week because his are all on bye. So that'll be interesting. Jamar Chase is actually uh, projected like 15. So I I don't know if he's gonna get there. Honestly. Um, that's kind of a high number for him this year, but he could go off at any time, like we said. And he's playing the Bills' defense, so I don't know. I think I gotta go Jo here just because he doesn't have anybody sitting. He's, yeah. he's just rolling it in. He's four and one on a huge streak. I'm gonna go Jo here. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that we'll one. See. That one. That one could be a very good game. Oh, I know. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, up next, we have uh, the number two. Uh, person in the league, which is still Isaac, and he's up against the New York Jets this week. Oh baby! Oh man, this is hopefully not going to be a slaughter, but mm-hmm. I think you just got to stick Isaac here. I mean, I don't think there's there's not you don't want to overthink this one. Yeah, for sure. I think if if Cooper Cup plays, I think he's just going to automatically get his twenty points. <laughs> so yeah, which is isn't fair. Um, he's he's starting Gabe Davis this week. I saw, so oh. that's kind of you know. Who thought? Who would have thought he'd do that? You know, um, hashtag pod pressure. Hashtag pod pressure. Alan Lazard in the lineup. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going. Uh, I'm going Isaac as well. Um, he did have Darnell Mooney. Uh, Andrew did. So he got him ten points. But you know, I, I'm still going to go with with Isaac here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next one we have me, the Fantasyman versus Pay to Win Broke Jeff, aka Jeff. Um, at, at time of recording, Thursday night games have already happened and, um, I'm projected to win by about eight points, 110 to 102. Mm -hmm. Um, we say it time and time again, I'm never picking myself to lose. So, um, yeah, I'm picking me. Yeah. I like it. Um, so the, the point spread here, it's like you said, it's about, about eight points. Uh, it started off at nine. Jeff was projected 94, you were projected 104. So y'all both kind of got a boost with this this game. Um, but I I think I'm going with you. I think I'm going the Fantasyman this week. Uh, Geno Smith going to have a good game. And, you know, you just got a good lineup here. So I think I'm yep. going with you, even though your you're Derrick Henry's on the bench. I, I like you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, the next one we got, we have... Uh, Matt Gritty Gritty Bang Gang yep, yep, yep. versus the Anaurapists of Driscoll Branson. Oh, baby. Um, 
this one, I'm I'm picking Matt. Matt Matt's the underdog. Um, you know, Matt Matt had another one of those weird weeks last week where he just didn't put up any points whatsoever. Yeah. But um, I I just would also like to see Driscoll go on a little losing streak here. So I'm going nice. with Matt. Okay. I'm actually I'm on the opposite side. I have Driscoll winning. Um, I say this because I'm just going to go through a, a quick little bit of his of Matt's lineup. Um, he's hurting right now at running back. Um, he's got I mean pick up Deion Jackson, but he's got Joshua Kelly in there, which um, on the other side of this matchup, Driscoll has Eckler. So that'll be interesting to see who gets more points there. Um, he does have Justin Jefferson, but he has T Higgins in there, who's very questionable. He came out very quick in the the last Bengals game, so if he starts him and he gets cut real quick, who knows? Um, Michael Gallup's on his bench, but you know I'm not his manager. He knows more than me, so I, I just feel like Driscoll's going to take this one. Also, quick note: he still has the Chargers defense in. What does he see <laughs> in the Chargers defense? <laughs> What's going on there? He likes him. He likes him. Yeah, their points this year: 13 against the the Raiders. One, negative four and a half, eight, and point five. And that eight was against mm. Houston. Mm. And Denver, like, I can kind of understand the Denver play because Denver, they have a really good defense too, so their point totals for the whole game are, like, you know, within ten points. So I feel like just because they're playing Denver, it's going to be defensive. Like, Russell Wilson yeah. sucks. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Driscoll. Long-winded way of saying that. Yeah. Okay, the, the next one we're going to talk about um, is a huge point spread for this week. It's the second biggest. Um, we have number 11, Clint, versus yep. number 8, Ricky. This is the battle of shitty team names. <laughs> something clever versus something cleverer. Um, I, yeah, I mean, Ricky. Ricky's the obvious pick here. Um, yeah, also, Ricky, don't ask us to cover things on the pod. We we don't care. Yeah. Okay? Dude. Just stay, stay in your lane and just listen, okay? Yes, that's, that's all we're asking. Just, um, we don't want to say it again. <laughs> um, yeah, another reason why I'm not picking Clint, it's Saturday morning and he still has uh, Tyler, TJ, whatever his name is, Hawkinson on his starting lineup, and he's on bye this week. So he might want to do something about that. I, who thinks he will? I mean, Hayden Hurst is on his bench. I think feel like he's, he's just going to be like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely can't pick that guy. Yeah. Coming up next, the Gabagool Gauntlet. Good luck hiding the salami in this small peen showdown. These two pepperoni jabronis are cooking in the kitchen. That's right, Dominic. Get ready to get lost in the spaghetti. This matchup between a pair of marinara pasta primaveras, it's the Calangia Bowl. The Calangia Bowl. The Kalanja Bowl, that's right, Dominic. This is our marquee matchup for this week. We have this battle of Italians. Um, it's you and it's Max. Don't think what a game. What a game we have this week. Dominic, how do you think it's going to go? I think the Costanzas, I can't stand you. You're going Ooh. down, Max. Oh! Nice pickup of Jimmy G, nerd. Idiot. Um, yeah, so I am also going to be picking you. I still have um, a bit of a, a grudge, you could call it, against Max, um, even though his choice in professional soccer teams is a little suspect. Um, yeah, Curtis Samuel, he didn't do much for you on Thursday, but I worried about it. 
Am I worried about it? No. 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 Which, by the way, quick note on Curtis Samuel, um, I hate him. Did you <laughs> That game, he, Carson Wentz couldn't have placed a better pass, and it would have been a perfect touchdown. Would have got me at least 10. I can't believe he missed it. And then he dropped down a low. I'm not even I'm not even going to talk about him. Too bad. Um, so Max's team still has Dalton Schultz in. He he talks Mr. Goose. He talks a lot of a lot of mess on Dalton Schultz and he's injured every game. He's gotten 0.80 and double zeros twice and still playing him. So I think that's going to help my team out. <laughs> yeah. Um hopefully Daryl Henderson kind of shows out and uh yeah, I'm, I'm going with Dumb Figment this week. Yeah, also important to note that Max is doing what he usually does in starting a player against his defense, Dalton Schultz. I I have some notes here because Max sent me a plethora of examples where this doesn't matter. Let me pull these up really quick. So um, the first example is Cooper Cup whenever they played uh, last week against the Dallas defense. Um, Cooper Cup had. Let me find it. I'm sorry, I didn't have it ready. Cooper Come Cup on, had Phillip. like 22 points, and then the the Dallas defense had 23. So if if which Isaac played both of them. Mm. Cooper Cup 22, Dallas 23. Um, Raheem Mostert for me had 18 points. If I had the Jets defense, 11. Uh, the he had Etienne who had 12. And Marvin Jones at 13. Houston Texans, 10. Let me find one with a, a higher point total for the defense. Uh, like Christian McCaffrey got 21. Cardinals had 14. Like there's a lot of examples where it really doesn't matter. Like uh, Jay Agnew, I don't know who that is on the, the Jaguars. He had 19 points against Philadelphia. Philadelphia defense had 17. Wow. Yeah, I know. Like it's kind of blowing my mind. Mo Alley-Cox had 23. Titans had 10. Like it's... It's weird, and it's definitely, like, it's one-sided to where one team's definitely not going to have a lot of points most of the time. So it's, it's really just choosing the right defense. You know, like, it's, it's less of a chance to happen, but it is possible. So Max, yeah. Max came with his homework, and he delivered. But this week, it's not going to work, Max. You're going down, buddy. <laughs> yeah, this, this definitely seems like the um, – the, uh, turn of the century in baseball, right? Where people only cared about batting average and mm -hmm. like wins and losses for pitchers and ERA. And it's like, hold on, we, we're going to have to dig into this a lot more. So we, we need like um, a, def a defense plus stat, yeah, right? <laughs> like, like when you start somebody against your defense, what, what's their actual projected, like their projected adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> That's so defense cool. defense adjusted plus. That's what we're calling that stat. Oh, I love that. All right. We got to make a note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's it for uh, Dicks with Picks. Yeah. Cool. I think that's it. All right. We got to – I'm excited to see how we do this week. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did we have a Max Delangelo we wanted to do or no? We do. So Max actually inputted it himself, so I haven't seen it either. Oh dear! Um, so it's going to be interesting. We're we're heading over to the spreadsheet right now. Let me know when you're going to scroll down. Okay. He said he put it under Clint, so we'll see. Okay. Okay. So let me let me get to Clint. God, it's just so nice to just scroll through all of these. I know. <laughs> right, okay. The first one. I'm ready. And then there was a a, a very mixed review of last week's with Clint. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> let me know when you're ready. I'm a, like I can see the top sliver. Okay, me too. All right, three, two, one. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> ah! Oh no, Dominic! <laughs> Poor Dominic. Dominic, you are not looking good in this picture, man. <laughs> Max, with once again with the picture from Black.com. <laughs> And I love, I love just the personal touches he puts in this. Oh, you are in the A and M cap, gigum, and the the two gentlemen in this photo. Oh my God. <laughs> one's wearing an Appalachian State hat, and one's wearing a Mississippi State hat. <laughs> oh my God, that's pretty funny because we just we got weirdly beat by those teams. But oh, what a picture! Poor guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> less, less detailed than, than Clint's last week, but oh, my God. I, okay, I got to stop looking at it. <laughs> and that Thank picture, you, Max. That picture, by the way, um, <laughs> I I was getting some ranch for my pizza, right? And I shook it up, and I was like, is this even good? Because it's been in my fridge for a while. And I shook it up, and then I opened it and went to smell it, and it exploded in my face. <laughs> oh, so that's that's not Photoshop. No, that's real. <laughs> There's a ranch all over my nose. <laughs> He's been stashing that one for a while. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, Max, once again, undefeated, son. <laughs> well done. Oh, that's great. Well, cool, man. Oh. Yeah, so like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're not going to do an off the wall section because we have uh, the interview with Rob. Our first so, interview. yeah, that's right. So we are going to go ahead and put that in at the end of the episode here, um, and I guess we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, I think that was it was a great interview. I think you're all going to like it. Um, Robbie, thank you again for jumping on. But yeah, week week four. I mean week five, episode four in the books, baby. That's it. That's how we do it. All right. Enjoy. All right. We are joined today by our fearless leader, the commissioner of the league, built it from the ground up nine years ago and hasn't looked back. Only missed the playoff three times in his career. We won't mention the obvious cheating, but currently he's sitting at number one with a 5-0 and record. The mind behind the flourishing Twitter account, at MavThoughts, and a dear, dear friend, Robbie Hicks, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Glad to be on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, good to have you on. Just, Dominic, you, you forgot to mention the best manager Barbecue House ever saw. That is gonna, true. I'm very sorry I missed you're that. You're going to rub some po' boys <laughs> the wrong way with that comment, but we'll just let that go. <laughs> Dude, it was so much fun. I know like, what I said. When, when Philip and I would come visit, it was so much fun to like just watch y'all handle meat <laughs> oh man I, dude it was it was cool it was impressive the the knife skills were on point yeah this is a good thing we didn't have an hr department out there at the good old bbq we got away with some <laughs> that's stuff that's true it's, it just it, it just wasn't in the budget <laughs> yeah oh man oh <laughs> uh, so i think the first thing we can do i i took a deep dive into your your league history oh, Rob. yeah and um so I have a few highlights from each of your teams. Okay. Uh, so the first year that I actually have access to um, was Swafflin. I think it was 2.0. It was probably the third year, I think, because I missed oh, one. Puberty, yeah. Um, 
You know how like uh, Yahoo they they used to give like draft grades. <laughs> yeah. So on <laughs> in 2016, you had the lowest draft grade. And Just out, your bench. <laughs> yeah, you actually had good ones right. after that. So you're on your team. Six out of the seven bench spots were wide receivers. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> no one's surprised there. I don't think you you had <laughs> a very you had you had such interesting draft uh, strategies, and I loved looking through these. Um, you pretty much always have at least two Cowboys every year. Facts. Usually being uh, like the first one was uh, Dez. And Zeke, yeah, 88, baby. Which is kind of fun. And Dak as a QB. Um, you had a very good team in 2016. Uh, I think that was the year that you, you placed second. This is the year that I got the Which lowest draft nice. grade? Yeah, isn't that yeah. crazy? Um, so then two years in a row you got Rashard Matthews but never played him. So. God, I don't even remember who that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> 2017, dude, I, I had to look him up. I was like, wait, Are who? you a wide receiver for the Titans? <laughs> I th- he was on the uh, the Rams, the St. Louis Rams, for a little yeah. bit too. He was kind of bouncing around. Yeah, that's old school there. Yeah, uh, 2017, he had a B grade, which is pretty good. You had three quarterbacks: uh, Aaron Rodgers, Scam Newton, and Dak Prescott. Oh man, <laughs> just a just a three headed monster over there. <laughs> Zero RB, three QB. <laughs> but you also had you had Zeke, Christian McCaffrey, and Justin Tucker. You what bitch. a team. I did? Yeah, and the Legion of Boom. You had Seattle Look defense. Look at me go, guys. I know. It was it was wild. Um Still that year win. you went you went seven and six that mm. year. Got got knocked out of the playoffs first round. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know right now Jay was tooting his horn listening to that and just probably beating it. Oh, he's he probably loves, he's probably he loves that. a good time. <laughs> y'all saw that y'all saw that um, TikTok the, or that tweet of uh, the Giants guy? Oh yeah, my god, that weird massage on, on yeah, the sideline. Oh god, I just That's J-O every dude, time you say London- something bad about me in fantasy football. <laughs> dude, London fans are probably so confused. Like, what? Is this American football? <laughs> <laughs> Footballito. Oh my goodness. Um, twenty eighteen also went with a three pronged approach. Uh A Rod, Dak Prescott, and Phillip Rivers. <laughs> There's I love the draft strategy because the next year you went. You went Michael Thomas, OBJ, Amari Cooper, running back, running back, then AJ Green and Sterling Shepard. Oh yeah, I remember that <laughs> all one. All receivers, that all was the sleeper. Time. Yep, and yeah. then yeah, I was sleeper first year sleeper. Yeah, and then also Larry Fitzgerald and Hunter Renfro. Yeah, same. Uh, I flipped. Same I flipped uh, Michael Thomas for Juju, and I don't even remember who. And none of the my, Michael Thomas went off. I don't know. Oh no, is that you? Yeah, you know you know how it goes, right? <laughs> Curtis Samuel. Oh yeah, for sure. And then uh <laughs> Curtis Samuel, dude. <laughs> we we just talked about that. I I'm left with a, a terrible pick and a torn ACL and uh Jeff is just going off. I don't know why. Well, he's actually that. getting Heinz. his his guy's getting sued, so you avoided a lawsuit. Oh, that is true. I, I have a an ethical <laughs> Obligation. So, <laughs> Jeff, what's going on yeah. here? <laughs> That's why I haven't picked up Deshaun Watson. Oh, there you Classic. go. I did draft Classic. him, but then I dropped him out of solidarity. Like, get off my team. You know, <laughs> one of those things. Um, so, actually, speaking of Devontae Adams, you had him last year with also Kittle and Cooper Cup. I had Cooper Cup. No, sorry, that's Amari. Cooper. Oh, okay, yeah, way better than I, Cooper. I misread my notes. Yeah, but you also had Josh Allen, Julio Jones, OBJ, Debo Samuel. 
Matthew Stafford, Trey Lance, and Deshaun. Yep. <laughs> you had a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. It's, it's nice but this year, you had an amazing draft. You went Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Josh Allen, then Josh Jacobs, and Damian Pierce. Like, it's not the most conventional because a lot of people try to go running backs first, but you went hot with two amazing receivers and then the best quarterback, and then now two of amazing running backs. Yeah. That are just going off right now. I'll, how are you how are you liking the how are you liking your team this year? You know, uh, I will say there was, I would say, some low-risk gambles that I took, especially with your Houston boy. Um, mm-hmm. But, no, nah, I mean, I'm proud of it. <laughs> Can't really. Yeah, dude, 5-0. Oh. Killing it. Had to throw everyone off the loop a little bit and draft a running back in the first five rounds. <laughs> yeah, like and that's, the, that's something we've talked about on the pod before, was every year you just get slammed. When the draft is over, everybody goes up to the board and they're looking at their stickers and they're like, "What? Rob didn't even pick a running back. This team's gonna suck." <laughs> every year, every year you just get slammed, and this year, this year you're doing the slamming. It's paying off. You know, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but every every week, and man, I need to do that right now. I uh, I sent a sleeper message out to my opponent, and, and you might you might be familiar with this. I always say, "Boo." Whoever I'm playing, <laughs> and then I say, "Go the good boys," because oh, yep. go the we good had a little boys. preseason chat, and we said, "Hey, no more, no more, Mister Nice Guys this year." All right, we're out to win. We're not above trash talking. All right, oh, we're coming out. That. We're proving. Whatever no taking nice. a point. Boo! I've always been above trash talking. I've always just been kind of, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I'm a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. Can't really argue with them. Try to keep a level head. But this year, I threw that out the window. I was like, "No, everyone sucks, but me." There so you being, go. and then being, now you're now you're five and zero. Oh, yeah. You've been talking mess about Jo, and now you're now you're facing him this week. Yeah, but you know what? No. We're gonna take a breather this week, I think. And uh, all my running backs are out. Yeah. And didn't notice yeah. that. Well, I'm sure you guys have a pretty hot take on it, but uh, I've been bantering with good old what is it? Something fruity. Yeah, yep. something fruity. Yeah, we've been bantering back just and like forth, him. and I think I'm just gonna. Really get under his skin and give it to him this week. There you go. Psychological yeah, he warfare. There. He can't. He can't. He's not going to earn it. And I know he wants to. Nah. So Kareem Hunt's going for three touchdowns and eighty yards. At least good. easy first half. If that happens, y'all both owe me one dollar. <laughs> you got it. Witness. <laughs> Nate, add it to the notes. <laughs> oh, add, add it to the, the notes, notes, baby. Philip, Philip, can you get that for us? Thanks. Yep. That's all you. Found. Um, next, next question, uh, Rob. How much do you weigh? Oh man, top half or bottom half or both? Honestly, all the above. <laughs> Honestly, how much do you weigh? Thick one eighty. Thick one eighty. Thick one eighty. Okay. Couple C's in there. Lots like of that. Sammys. Lately. So, what made you want to create this league? What made you want to create this league, Rob? That's a that's a long time ago with a bunch of idiots, and I love. Yeah, it. well, you said you said half of it there. We have a bunch of a bunch of idiots always around each other. Um, you know, and we had we had the very first draft in the the back room of the the barbecue house where we all worked at. Really? And uh, oh, that's awesome. Oh yeah. That was before I worked. It was there. before Nate worked, but Nate was there. So oh, we kind of we kind of had this, the application afterwards. Yeah. Oh, we had banana pudding for everybody. It was all great. It was great. <laughs> um, but for the most part, we had a solid core of guys that are still here. Um, and we threw in a couple of randos. Like I said, we just wanted to get something going. 
mm-hmm. and then it was just something. How'd you meet everybody? How'd I meet everybody? So a couple of them I was roommates yeah. with and worked with. Uh, obviously, they're no longer mm-hmm. here, so we're not going to talk about them. And no one really cared for them too much anyways. Uh, <laughs> and then a lot of it came from lacrosse, and it kind of spanned out from that. Like, Cheo came in because he knew Nate. That's how we met. And then we all kind of came together at the barbecue house. Clint and Matt, same thing, barbecue house. Clint was actually my fraternity brother uh, for a little while. Mm. Um, and then I'm trying to think back to that. That original year, we had a, we had a lot of characters. I think your first year was the second or third year. We had Dobby, we had Bastion. That was at uh at the Lax House there on Travis Street, and we had Davis who drafted mm-hmm. nobody but SEC players because he's a fucking he's an Arkansas <laughs> second round. <laughs> what was that guy's name? SEC Riley Cooper. <laughs> Riley Cooper. <laughs> hey. I have a great sto- great yeah. story about that because at, oh at, at that draft. At that draft, at that house, if anybody ever spent any time at that house, you know we had that little shed out in yeah. the back called the HTC. And Hyperbolic we time out there and get really, We mm-hmm. used to get really uh, high in yeah. there. And it was during during the draft, we were at, like, every time we'd pick, because me and Davis <laughs> yeah. had picks that were, like, right next to each other at, like, the front end of the draft. <laughs> so after it snaked around to us, we had to wait, like, 30 minutes before it was our pick again. So we just go out there and smoke. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there was one time I didn't go out there, and Davis comes in in a panic because someone told him, Davis, it's your pick, it's your pick. And he just runs straight to the stick. This is, like, the third round, had fourth no round. research. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> He had no research. He had no computer. He had no idea who to pick. And he just runs up to the stickers, and time was running out. And it's it's not like it is today where it's like, oh, you only get 30 seconds. Didn't matter. He was so focused. He ran, grabbed the first sticker he recognized, and put it on the board. It was Riley Cooper. <laughs> oh. who even is he caught two touchdowns He was one the guy time. that got yeah, it. He, he was racist. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh. did he get caught like with the KKK? Something, or something? like that, yeah. Oh and he's like slandering some of his teammates publicly, and oh no! But, but he had a, it, the ironic part, Dom, and everyone out there. This guy was 100% irrelevant to a fantasy aspect. And then once David, once David right. drafted yeah. him, for, like the first three weeks, seven touchdowns. Oh yeah, my goodness, goodness. It, gracious! It, it was absolutely it was crazy. Ridiculous. And then he was, fell off, obviously. Uh, That's insane. But the power of, of Davis. That is yeah. funny. But yeah, I just remember him. Great hair. Everybody looks at him and he goes, Riley Cooper, what are you thinking, like, dude? Are you kidding me? SEC boy. That's all he said. SEC boy. SEC boy. Yeah. He goes, dude, I don't know. I saw his name. I knew he played in the SEC. I panicked. Yeah. Florida boy. Yeah. His team was like 5-0 for the first, first start of that season. It was crazy. Oh but, my uh, God. What's that like? Let me tell you, Dom. <laughs> Let me tell you what it's like to be like 0-5 or 0-4. I can tell you that. <laughs> I just remember my first that year. I don't know about. I, I didn't get last place. So that's, that's all I was really just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got 11th. So that was fun. Oh, thanks for inviting me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the thing. Is like, it's, it's not so much like, yeah, where it started. I, I hope that we can all get back to that. Like backroom barbecue house for our our ten year draft next year, um, oh, but the cool thing about this league is incredible. like how it's grown and stayed together, and there's always been ties. So like, remember when you guys joined Nate and then and then Driscoll was there, and you're like, holy shit, I know you, 
and now Max is in there. Yeah, that uh, Max was is wild. your brother, Dom. Sorry about that. Um, and it's just like it's crazy how it all just comes together. It's just that's that's the thing that that's so yeah, true. That's the thing that I think is I'm probably I don't want to say proud of, but most pleased about, I guess. Um, I'd be proud as a as a backstory if you know for some reason there's people that aren't in the league that know us are listening. <laughs> um, so. I would visit me and Philip would visit Nathan and that's where they already made this league. So then whenever I joined, uh, there were three people that went to our high school that were and, in this and league. And mind you, we haven't started mind you, two of since two of those camp. three people didn't even go to school at SFA. Oh, that's I didn't true. even yeah. notice that. Yeah. That's a good point. Just crazy, like the the way that it, it like mingled like that. It was super cool. And then whenever Max joined, I think it was just the year after, he was actually friends with uh, with those guys, like Andrew Driscoll and, and yeah. Ricky, like he knew them uh, in high school. It's just so crazy that that that's how it worked out. Yeah, and just to back up real quick, Dominic said if there's anybody listening to this not in the league, um, on the uh, the podcast page I have where I upload it all, it shows me like how many people listen to it, and it shows me where in the world people listen to it. <laughs> we have like five listeners from like Afghanistan, a really? couple from Belgium. <laughs> I mean, it's a couple in Mexico. Like, people are listening. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. We're getting there, boys. We're, we're the pod for the pod, pod for the people. I was thinking about that, dude. That's that. I was thinking about that, that and pod pressure. That's our hashtags going forward. Y'all's hashtags. That's what I'm Good saying. Pod pressure, yeah. baby. Because, like, what if this blows up? Like, there's not many, like, like fantasy leagues that people just, like, follow. Yeah. You know? But what if we had, like, that? That'd be cool. I mean, that's obviously never going to happen. But it'd be <laughs> cool. Like, I'm, I'm just saying there's there's a void out there and no yeah. one's filling it. And that's where it's, we come it in. It took us 10 years <laughs> and a lot of Irish car bombs to get to this point. We're making progress. Oof, oh, duh. Oh, you're, you're, that was a good you're reference. Liver turnover oh, there. Irish car bombs have a, has a special <laughs> yeah. place in our hearts. Yeah, we uh as a quick as a quick story there. That was the first live draft that I went to. It was in oh, Austin, God. Texas, and we were at this like little. This was yeah, it was a tiny little bar. Nathan, you weren't there. Max was not there. Um, we ordered a car bomb in between every single round, like after everyone made their pick for the round, we got I almost, a car bomb, and I think that lasted. I almost feel more bad for Nathan, who was sober as a goose on the other side of the phone trying to call in every oh, I didn't round deal with all yeah. of us oh, other goodness. side of the world i was in st croix oh yeah, yeah. oh i forgot about yeah. that oh my god that's when everybody just went dark for like 45 minutes <laughs> that's why i said i feel yes. after nathan because he's like it should be my turn but oh my I goodness of anybody should should i go through that story real quick because <laughs> i that think was, we all yeah. know that one okay yeah. <laughs> okay all right Shout maybe another time we love you Clint. um we do. We, we love do. you, Clint. So we kind of talked about a little bit of uh, Barbecue House. So how much how much of your success do you credit to Barbecue House? Oh, God. It's where everything started. Man, you're getting kind of personal there. Uh, you could be honest. Barbecue House was the first time that made me realize people care about what you do with your, your body language. And oh. that affects the money you make in the world. I went and asked for a raise at Barbecue okay. House. And my boss said, yeah, you got to stop scratching your balls in front of people. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? He's like, yeah, that, that and, and your emotions just have to be in check. But that's what I took out of it was like, and I thought about it and I would literally like, this was a counter service, old school barbecue place where you walk in and you tap on the counter like the guy knows what you want. So, yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> at the good boys. boys. At the good boys. There they are, oh, yeah. making an entrance. Um, you got it was, a power it was, it was an old school thing. <laughs> and I had no idea. I would sit there and like rearrange my furniture and like, hey, what can I get for you? People would stare at me and it's like, well, what the hell is going on? Rearrange no. my furniture. And no, no idea. What I, it was just second nature. But I went. Dude, that took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went and asked for a raisin. My, I had this whole. We, we all know John. Good old John McClellan, man. Fucking spitting his spitting his dip <laughs> oh, cup yeah. that he would leave there overnight while we had to do petty cash handling. He, he looked. I think he slept with that towel oh, in yeah, his back pocket. Absolutely. <laughs> he probably whooped his kid with that towel. But uh, he said, <laughs> "Well, who needs to switch? You gotta, you gotta work on your, the way you handle yourself in front of people." And I was like, "What?" And I really was handling myself in front of people, but not in the right manner. And uh, he's like, "You get your emotions in check." So I thought about it, and I was like, "Man, literally everything we do affects everybody around us." So once I started paying more attention to that and realizing, I don't want to say how you can manipulate things, but how you can kind of form a path to a relationship and an experience oh, yeah. with somebody—that's probably the biggest thing. That is a great, solid, mature answer, Rob. Uh, wow, that was I great. Love that. Usually, usually the pod doesn't go in that direction. <laughs> well, I, but thank yeah. you for it. No, I think, and I think a lot of us can can look back at barbecue house and hate it at the time, but almost love it just as much as we hate it, and we still think fun. Do we want to go back? Absolutely not, except for year ten fantasy football draft, of course, um, and the banana pudding. And just to throw this out there, we had a guy that worked in the kitchen whose name was, uh, ironically enough, his name was Isaac. Totally different than our Isaac. Not Jewish. Not white. Not wealthy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I love, love that, that guy. guy. Uh, this guy's like the GM of the place now. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Bad for the world. How, how, yeah. how, much, how much money did that guy lose sending money to his fake wife? More money than any of us have oh, made yet. No. Except for Isaac, of course. But more money than any of us have oh, made, no. I think. That's no, a true, true story. story. Yeah, that true story. And, and we can get into more detail about that. I think anyone that you bring onto this podcast that has ties to Barbecue House, y'all need to get their spin on it. So, because, yeah, I think the, anything, yeah. <laughs> I went back to a, for a drive, because my parents lived down, like, on the other side of East Texas, which is now Louisiana at that point. Uh, and I drove through there, and this guy, deep East Texas, African-American, who basically owes his life to the owner of that restaurant, Walks up to this window and says, mm. what's up, man? With a MAGA hat on. I was like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> not that I care and I'm not trying to get political, but I was just like, you're wearing that hat because That's funny, though. your boss told you to. And he just goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And we all know like exactly what I'm talking about when I say these things. <laughs> you know? I don't know? Oh, my God. This, that it, it was. So... Well, uh, let's circle back to some uh, some football questions. I'm I'm loving the uh, the personal barbecue house, um, but here here's a question about your team, Rob. So looking back at all of your your playoff berths, mm. it seems to me that you either make the championship or you get knocked out in the first round. Yes, 100. percent Or so do you do you purposely? Model your fantasy team after the Cincinnati Bengals, or is that just kind of happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm a Bengals fan, uh, but I think it. I think it happens. And if you look back, if I'm not making the championship outright, I'm squeaking into the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there was one year back on Yahoo where 
I was so hopeful. I, I changed my name in like week nine to the pain train. And after my first win, yep. yeah, Nathan knows, I went out and made the playoffs. Or I might have missed the playoffs by like one game. That that one you were 4-9. Almost made the year. playoffs. That's all I remember. <laughs> so so you kind of hit the nail on the head. You, uh, Whenever you squeaked into the playoffs, you were 7-6, um, 7-6, seven and 8-6. Six, seven and six, yeah. Those are your, your playoff yep. uh, records. I mean, still I've solid, never, though. You still never made been the, the best. playoffs. But that's 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 kind of the the tie with the Bengals. They they always make the playoffs and then they get knocked out first round and then the one time they get to the Super Bowl yeah. they lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, uh, speaking of your fantasy games, um, you've had some interesting ones over the years. You've you've mentioned uh, the pain Yeah, Dominic Dominic came up with some suggestions. For okay. You. Um, I hope you like them, Dominic. <laughs> take it away. All right, so first one, I'm just going to read them off as we go. Here we go. Chick Hicks. Kachiga. If you're a Cars fan out there, uh, I think that'd be solid for you. Maybe uh, Robbie Boucher and the Louisiana Mud Dogs. Okay. That that could be kind of fun for (laughs) you. Um, This one kind of, you know, we we love your dogs at the Good Boys. Ray Ray McLeod's mission. Oh God! <laughs> kind of a double, kind of a double yeah, name there, yeah. you know. Which it blew my mind that there's Ray an actual Ray player named Ray. I think, Ray I think uh, Matt made a comment to me recently this week about that same thing. Great name. Oh, it's it is a good name. So this one, I'm I'm gonna reference. I I took a look at your Twitter, and you're very active on Twitter, which I appreciate. I'm going going back to a tweet from 2019. Oh shit. I mean, sorry. Can we so here? you you tweeted, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you tweeted about a potential racehorse that you wanted to own, and <laughs> this racehorse's name would have been too much dip for the chip. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'd be a great team name. Oh man, too much dip for the. That's chip. that's what the yeah. tweet said. The tweet just said, "I want to buy a racehorse and name him Too Much Dip for the Chip." Ask me what I was talking about. Yeah, I don't even know. What were you no. talking about? Oh. I'd like to go back and, and, <laughs> and precede some of those other tweets to see where I was thinking. The uh, the last one is Buffalo. <laughs> but you got to spell Buffalo with two L's because that's how many championship games you've oh, lost. Oh, wow, yeah. Damn. And three O's because that's how many first-round playoff games you've lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Once, once the good boys... Nobody's safe, Rob. Nobody's oh, safe, you, Rob. No, Not even our guests. What did I tell you? We had a preseason meeting, okay? <laughs> we had a preseason I meeting. I rule. Everyone else drools. Okay. I mean, Fast. shit. Your, your, your record speaks for itself. You yeah. Rule. That sounds really arrogant to say, but yeah. That's what we're doing this year. We're arrogant. Screw all y'all. Nah, if, if, someone says it, if someone says it for you, then it doesn't count. You know? Like, I'm sure. kind of hyping you up here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Division rival giving me some love? Okay. So, Come on. You're you're trying to, you're trying your hardest to be humble and I and I respect that but I'm hyping you up here. You're having All right, a great year. I want <laughs> you guys Robbie's to talk game. to the something something Robbie's fruity game. here and, and I'll take the L if this is karma. I don't care. But talk shit yeah. on him. So, something yeah. fruity, something fruity. You're going down, baby. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Down, down, and lulu around. <laughs> Whatever that word is. Kick his ass. <laughs> um, Nate. So you and I we're both from Houston. We're That's both true. fans. We're both fans of the Texans. Well, I go am, David Pierce. Uh, officially, <laughs> I, I am 
publicly now a Texans Fairweather fan. I don't care. Um, I'm not a fan of the team until they get at least seven wins, and that's where I'm at with it. So get over it. Collectively, but anyways, seven wins going forward in the same season. Seven oh, wins okay, in gotcha. one season in the same question. season. Yeah. Um, Robbie, you are a well-known Dallas Cowboys fan, and be, what my question here is: To be clear, is, I'm not your typical what? Dallas Cowboys fan who thinks we're going to win the Super Bowl every year. And that's oh, what yeah. they all say. Yeah, Fair enough. You deep down, you really believe it. Especially so my year, question is: can can you? Oh, he's the goat. Can you explain the rivalry between the Cowboys and the Texans whenever we don't even play each other, but there's just like this weird hate? So I'm with you on that, and I, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> you're not gonna like. There, there's no rivalry. First of all, and we play each other like what every other preseason, and maybe have had one regular season matchup. Philip, check the stats. Um. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. There's, no, I think it has to tie back to baseball, and for whatever reason, I think that's a, a Houston Spurred thing. I don't know. That's my opinion because people look at us and go, "Oh yeah, fucking Texans and the Cowboys." Who cares? Like, there's no football mm-hmm. history there. There isn't. Like, they're de- I think um, Don't we play it every pretty year? Pretty much. Yeah. Some of our players play against some of y'all's players that actually make the roster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's the thing is that we're in the same state, so we have to be rivals. I think that's I think that's stupid. Um, mm-hmm. You know. I think there's part of it's, it, too, is, and you kind of touched on it, it's where there's a lot of fans that are very much like, oh, this is our year. We're going to win no matter what. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Bow down. And I think I think – Houston fans just don't well, like that. <laughs> I don't think anyone, I don't likes, think anyone that, likes that. But that is true, being yeah. a home state, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say rival, but sharing the home state and saying, oh, well, we don't like you because you're the Cowboys or, you know, and you're arrogant. So we autumn, there's a rivalry there because we don't like you. And then, you know, stupid ass Cowboys fans are like, yeah, fuck you, we're better than you. So that might go back and forth. Um, but I think, I think you're going to get a lot of those things like Rangers fans ever since Astros have been in the same division. You know, Houston fans have become more flamboyant about their their sports. Um, hold on, I lost my train of thought on that. But I think because, you know, a lot of Rangers fans, our Mavs fans, our Stars fans, our Cowboys fans. So because they're a Rangers fan mm. and they hate the Astros. Kind of bleeds you know, through. They're also a Cowboys fan, so they have to hate the Texans. Vice versa. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Because okay. yeah. Yeah. And, and I could care take- less about the Texans. I know. Like, for instance, in this group, Jeff's a Cowboys fan. He doesn't care about the Texans. Uh, Andrew lives in Houston and is a Cowboys fan, so that's someone you really want to ask. Uh, but, oh, you I know. didn't know that. Um, so I don't, I don't yeah, know. And <laughs> I, I think it goes back, to, goes back to more than just baseball, right? Because for a long time, all the Houston sports teams were terrible. A long, and then yeah. it seemed like maybe maybe starting in like 2014, 2015 is when they all kind of started to be decent. And then we had like this three-year golden age where the Rockets were in the Western Conference Finals losing to the Warriors <laughs> yeah. every year. <laughs> yeah. The Astros absolutely took off. Say what you will about the cheating deal, but we won't get into it. And the Texans were respectable there for a while. They were winning their division. The division sucked, but they were still winning the division. They were in playoff games. They won a couple of them. So it was like this golden era where Houston fans were like, we're, we're on top yeah. of the world. Yeah. Every, 
every month of the calendar year is a good thing going on in the sports yeah. world for us. And that's just that that didn't happen often. And it just so happened a lot of times during those years, you know, the Astros were beating up on the Rangers and the Rockets were beating up on the Mavs. So it was like this perfect storm of let's talk yeah, shit on Dallas. Uh, 100%. And it kind of flipped now, too, because now we're back to Dallas beating up on us, except for baseball, I guess. But like Mavs are good. Rockets are bad. Texans are bad. Cowboys are good. It's it's kind of I feel like it, it might Cowboys just flip flop over the, the years. Team's lucky, but anyways, that's a that's a very good take actually. Cooper Rush yeah, is Cooper good. Rush is lucky. He he basically is just like I forgot who said it, but the defense is the defense is four and one. Cooper Rush just isn't messing up. Like and he's when just he not does, giving away stupid penalty flies get thrown and, and turnovers get annihilated. And it's just don't get me wrong, I'm happy to be four and one, but this whole Cooper Rush versus Dak <laughs> Prescott thing. There's just not enough evidence yet, you know. Oh, yeah. I think that's for sure a joke. I mean, unless people are seriously concerned. Oh, yeah. 100% people are. Man, log into my Facebook. I live in Dallas. I have a bunch of friends that grew up here. Log into my Facebook. Hmm. That must be a fun, like, Twitter and Facebook no, comment. I don't, I, to hear I don't some Cowboys often, fans. But, you know, I don't. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So, speaking of Twitter, I have a, I have a couple... Uh, Tweets that I want to read back. Are they from the Good Boy account? That I'm curious about. So one, I have one from oh, each yeah, actually. I love these. Just for the record. Um, so with the Good Boy account, not me, not my idea. This this guy you know, added me I actually, on Twitter. This 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 account with my dog, and I was like, what the hell? And for like, what was it? Two weeks or a month? I had no idea what it was. It was, it was a while. Was like, Who is this? Everyone thought it was me. I was like, dude, I have no clue. It took me a while to figure out. The, uh, I still That's can't log in. Like, I, I don't have either. access to that account. You, so, the, so you didn't the, know no, Nathan was not doing a clue. It. <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> the uh, Twitter handle is at MathThoughts. Yeah, at MathThoughts. Uh, check it out. Dude, it's blowing my mind. I no, thought it was no, it wasn't. Time. Yeah, this that was. It's one of those things where like this account only followed me and had like, I don't know ten followers maybe. Uh, oh I, my gosh. I retweeted that is, I loved that is so it. That's good. what was so cool about it. It was like. Let's go! <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, and so, also not not to change the subject, but real quick, I just want to come in with another that we have another great example of us messing with our roommates. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> Rob yeah. knows where this is going. <laughs> but um, so, the second year we lived in the house, um, our one of our roommates, his name was Jackson, and. Matt, who was also pretty, living pretty in the house, bang, he bang. didn't know Jackson. He was, he, yeah, he, he, he was a random roommate to him, right? And it was like the first week or whatever. And the way that house was set up is Matt lived upstairs, and the upstairs didn't have like a door you could close. Like they converted it, converted they, like, it from an attic, so you could just walk upstairs, and the whole yeah. attic was. They, they took the, the attic access off <laughs> the attic, converted the attic into a bedroom, and built a staircase. And took the, took the door off, mm, okay. so it literally like yeah. So, so like if you walked up the stairs, you could see inside yeah. the whole. You room. Had to go all the way up the stairs. It was a, it was a loft everything. format on top yeah. of the house. Yeah, pretty much. And awesome. so, <laughs> one awesome. night, I, I think Matt was he was spending the night somewhere else. Good job, Matt. <laughs> but um, we Jeez. we we wrote this love letter. 
<laughs> we we wrote this love letter and we put it under his pillow oh, and we no. signed it. We signed it from Jackson. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we did that. Not just me. We we did that. Oh my god! <laughs> well, keep going. <laughs> I'll let Robbie take it from here because Matt didn't yeah, know Matt, me well Matt enough. Didn't know Nate to... like summertime, dude moved in the summer and Matt was working 90 hours a week. So he wasn't very home very often, hadn't got a chance to oh know anybody. God. And I see Matt at work because Matt's working 90 hours a week. I'm working 60. So, and that was my whole argument. Like, it was my idea. And I hope Matt knows this. I'm pretty sure Matt mm-hmm. knows this. But, uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, so you, you wrote the love note and then like the, he like came home and found it? Like he what happened after he found it? He didn't say anything. And he came to me at work. He came to me at work oh, like really? the next day and was like, dude. And I was like, what? He's like, what is it? He like had the note on him, I think. And he was like, <laughs> look at this. And I'm like trying to like not laugh and think. And I'm like, haha, we got you. No, no, no. We got him. He was mad. He was like, he was, he was oh, really no. mad because we'd worked together. Uh, and he was hashtag pudding, hashtag barbecue house, hashtag, anyways. Um, but he was like, <laughs> I don't think he ever thought it was me. Cause like I said, we were always at work together. And he's like, who the mm, fuck did, gotcha. who, 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 what is this? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like I've known Nate longer than oh, Jackson and Nate would never do that. And so he like brings it home and like, <laughs> nice. like Nate, look at this. It was just in Nate's like, what? And Nate and I, Nate and Jackson, no, it might've just been Jackson and I that wrote it together. And told me, I don't know, but it came back on, on Jackson and it got to this whole, like Matt was like pacing back and forth at work, like fuming. Furious. He was like, oh, I'm going to do something oh, about this. Goodness this gracious. is cool. Because we were, we were talking about like, <laughs> you know, penetrating him while he's sleeping to where he'd bleed. It was, it was, it was, it was, not, it, was it wasn't like overly like Jeffrey Dahmer. It, there was a yeah, lot of detail. But there was enough detail so, that like, was he- it could be real. And then Matt was like. He was not. He was like, oh, this is, I don't know. Even when we told him, it took him like Dang. a day. Dang. No, no. That's why it wasn't funny. <laughs> it was funny at first, and then we were like, Dude, we had to figure nuts. out, like, how I did not tell know that. This is a joke without, like, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> It all it worked out, out. Yeah. Workers, dude. It yeah. all worked hey, out. Hey, we're all friends now, yeah, so it's good. Jackson. We don't talk to Jackson <laughs> okay. anymore. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, Ooh, she. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so, that was that was my sidebar. Go yeah, back. that was oh my god, that's funny. Um, Matt, we love so you. Jackson. Just had to say that. Uh, so we're let's sure. let's get to your let's get to your Twitter uh, at Mav Thoughts. Um, I'm now learning this is Nathan behind the behind the scenes, <laughs> but you know, let's just have some let's let's have some laughs with it. So the very first tweet was February fifteenth of twenty sixteen. Mav is Mav is thinking. He says, "Can't wait to fucking suck the shit out of the bed tonight." Praying that bitch is horny. First of all, everyone everyone pretty much knows my First dog. of all. I got this dog. He wasn't even off the teat yet. And I, I bought him at a Walmart parking lot there in Knack off North Street. And he wasn't weaned. So that's something that unweaned dogs do is they, they suck on soft objects. He never stopped. Never stopped. Mm. So I'd have, we'd have a party at the house. And this dude's just salivating on a blanket or a pillow. And so everyone knew that. They're like, oh, yeah. Like when you yeah, grown, he was dead. He's 12. And where is he? Yeah, there he is. Um, and everyone's like, what's your dog doing? I was like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. And then a the dude pops up on Twitter, and that's what he's talking about. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> get weaned. Oh, man. 
Oh my god, that is funny. Because then, I I love this next tweet, the very next one. Um, it was a day later, and this this is what it is. Anyone seen Robbie? He tagged Robbie. Anyone seen Robbie? He just left, and yeah. I don't think he's ever coming back. Yeah, and mind you, I had no idea what this was. I was like, what? Like, yeah. That is so funny. Because then, I mean, Nathan saw you leave, and then you're like, wait, how the hell did you yeah, know that? I guess, I guess, but we always That's had so people cool. at the house. So, like, I hadn't, you know, I didn't know yeah. if it was Nathan or if it was, like, one of the lax guys or just some dude over hanging mm-hmm. out in the HTC. Like, God, I love that. So, so then this, this is from your Twitter. On uh, January 26, 2020. RIP number eight, number 24, Black Mamba. More than just an athlete. Going to put together a hoop sesh in the next couple of days to honor you. Did you, in fact, put together a hoop sesh to honor Kobe? Was that in 2020? Oh, probably. right when so. he died. I, I, thought you were, I thought you were referencing the, uh, a shout out to Nate back in the day. Uh, no, this is, this is your Twitter. Uh, probably not, no. I, not. Maybe. It, <laughs> no? Maybe old no, no hoop sesh? Paper ball in a trash can, Kobe, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, there you Which go. Which we Kobe. all still do to this day. No, there was there was a tweet and an Instagram <laughs> nice. post that I made. I mean, I could, I could can you hear me? Let's see if I can pull it up. There was one that started out very similar to that, so I thought that's where you're headed. And this goes out to a fan of semen here. <clears throat> Nate might know. Mm. Uh, so so Nate was number eight, hmm. and I was I was number four. And I said, always hanging with shooters. This is my last lacrosse game. Uh, you know, 12 years, good run. Uh, I said, it was an honor to play the game. I said, it's an honor to play the game and learn from you. Eight, rip lacrosse 2018. Or hashtag 2018. You know how many text messages I got saying, did Nate die? Yeah. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Damn, I never even thought of that. (laughs) That is hilarious. I was like, no, just just a heartfelt post. <laughs> I promise just, he's alive. Just a homie. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun reading through your tweets. You got some good ones. A lot of cowboys. A lot of like, just let let's go Rangers. Let's go Cowboys. Like team team spirit. But then there's some some hidden gems in there. It was fun. Yeah, I uh, I try not to put myself out there too much, but then you kind of let loose a little bit. <laughs> so uh, let's. I think. The next and uh, last part of this interview is trivia it. questions. The trivia time. Trivia time. Yes. For Robbie, Bullen. I'm better than Shayo. Um, typically, it's it's me and Nate asking for like to each other, but I think you are the focal point of this trivia mm-hmm. uh, quest. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? All right. So the theme is it's like past history and football, <laughs> kind of like past okay. stats of football. Okay. So the first question. Since 1995, which team has the most all-purpose yards in a single game? Dallas Cowboys. The 1995 is not, like, super important. It's just kind of like a, a time zone. But since 1995, which one has the most all-purpose oh, yards in a single game? the Saints game? or the Bills. Incorrect. The Cowboys? Incorrect. It is the, the oh, Houston course. Texans. <laughs> We we had a game. It was, it it included overtime, so I kind of you know helped the stats a little bit. In 2012, we we played against the Jags. Matt Schaub has he tied for the most passing yards in a single game with Warren Moon. Shout out Houston Oilers with yep. 527 passing yards. Insane stats from Matt Solid Schaub. 
just ridiculous. He was good for y'all. <laughs> he was. He was the uh, the the play action king. Just faked out everybody, even the cameraman. And Siong did that. All right, question two. Question two. Just as as a note, Nathan and I are both zero for three in cr- trivia questions. So <laughs> hopefully you can questions. break the cycle. So I'm o- I'm zero for one right now, right? All right. So correct. Um, this one it's uh, another 1995 question. Just because that's the year I was born, you know. Oh, I know. Gotta gotta go back. So which team? Which also this is where the uh, inspiration from this. Uh, the last time the Dallas Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, Until 1995. Oh, ooh, but he's not one of those people who exactly says we're going all what the he egg. was talking about. See, they always show their true colors. <laughs> so, which which team had the most yards gained in that year that the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl? 19. Most total yards gained as an offense. I'll give you a hint. They were in the NFC. 49ers. <laughs> Incorrect. Good guess with Jerry Rice. It was the Detroit uh, Lions. I don't know. They're a team yet. Isn't that That's weird? Yeah, they had uh, Barry they had the boy. Um, yeah, correct. And they had sixty one hundred uh, just Jesus. total yards on offense, which the Cowboys had. If I remember correctly, they only had like fifty two. It's crazy. Yeah. So over okay, two, over two. It's okay. It's okay. Next question. Next, Next question. question. This one's a little more recent. Um, since you have Josh Allen on your team, I felt this one was right. So. This past week, Josh Allen had a 98-yard touchdown pass to Gabe Davis. That ties the longest touchdown pass in Bill's history. Who threw said pass and who caught it? Oh, man, what was his name? Uh... Shout out, pardon my take for this one. I'm guessing probably Jeff Garcia. No, Jeff Garcia was for the Lions. Uh, And 49ers for a little bit. And the Eagles. Yeah, maybe Tampa Bay. Yeah, give me give here. I'll give you. I'll give you a little bit more of a hint. It was in this decade. It's like in between now and two thousand. Yeah. Is that what Ooh, decade means? <laughs> Philip, where are you? I don't know. I'm in this, I don't know. What, mm-hmm. what am I trying to say? Century. That's fine. No. I got, it was from two thousand to what this is point. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to sound really smart there for a second, and it just didn't Less work. Is more. Uh, Can I yeah, give another one. hint? Yeah, I, I have an idea. One of Played these the players. Yeah, I got that. One of these players. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, played Kyle for the Cowboys. I'm trying to figure out who the other one is. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Not looking up on your phone, are I you? I was thinking. To went to the Bills after the Cowboys for like a season, but he did Dookie Cheese, so surely it wasn't him. Kyle Orton was really good with the Bills, Dookie which is why he got the job with the Cowboys. <laughs> I just can't remember who he threw it to. Throw some guess. Throw a guess. Let's see it's what like you got. It's like a four-letter last name. Something read. Do 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 do. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know. Did I get the quarterback Whoa. right? Do, 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 do. Kyle Orton. What was the quarterback's name? Would you say? Oh, okay. Then yeah. Incorrect. Wrong again. It was Ryan Fitzpatrick thrown to T.O. (laughs) 98 yards to the house. You had half of it, and then you just second-guessed yourself. You called him Dookie Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Go Cowboys. Oh, man. Um, Uh, Rob, I got one for you here. Let's hear it. Uh, This one, 
This one's a little different. Um, how many pounds are in one kilogram? Hey, Google. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. 81. Um, give Do you even 100. know? <laughs> what? 100 pounds equals one kilogram? Yeah. That's your guess? <laughs> you make me look bad. I'm the leader here, okay? You can't do this to me. Kilo, 100, what? you know? One one kilogram weighs two point two pounds. A kilogram. <laughs> oh no. Oh god. Oh for four. All right. So I have one for the listeners. If you've made it this far, thank you. Here's one. If if you uh, get it right, and you message or whatever your venue is, I will Venmo you one dollar. He will. I got my in, dollar. Hold on. Let me get the year. Let me get the year. In year, twenty eighteen. Robbie's team name was five dollar titties. Amazing team name. What was his last round pick? His sixteenth round pick. Ooh, and y'all can't answer it by him. Oh, I think I know who it is. I okay, think I know who it is. Really? Okay, mes- it. message it. Was just this, just so it's on Austin record year? somewhere. But I I want people to I don't I want people to uh to be able to listen and then not get the answer right away. So message it. Oh, I think I know who it is. Or just text yeah, yeah text in the group. But that's that's the final question. But um, other than that, Robbie, thank you for joining. I think this was very fun. Yeah, I think it was a great can interview. Do it better than me from here on out. Nah, you you, you knocked it out of the park. Um, thank you for jo- making this league. We're having t- loads of fun, except for Nate. He's back. leaving. Boo. Yeah. Well, being being on the pod is not as easy as you think it is. And I think you did a great job here today. Well, I appreciate oh, yeah. it. It's an honor to be here. Uh, I know some people are going to be really upset that I was on it before them, and I'm very happy that that's a thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, no one's safe. Yeah, right, man. And I think one of these days we'll we'll get you in for the full show, get you in for the the recaps and all that kind of stuff. Sounds like a plan. I'm here for it. I like that. Hold some weekly competitions, maybe. <laughs> Somebody win one, please. <laughs> all right, fellas. I'm out. All right. Y'all well, keep it up. We all appreciate it. it. I got everyone finally on board to, to catch up to the pods. And I think it's on a favorite list now. So let's go. Woohoo. That's what I'm talking about. The drip. The drip. <laughs> all right, boys. Later. All right, Rob. Thanks, man. Later. <laughs>